This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. One Half of the Culture, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything was Popping. And this week, we bring to you the fucking... It feels long awaited because this shit been out for about a month, man. Um, Intergalactic Review, man, currently streaming on Netflix. Uh, if you have Netflix, go and tap in immediately if you have not already. Kid Cudi, Kenya Barris produced project. Man, this shit is phenomenal, dog. I don't think I want, I think I probably watched it like three times. So, what's funny, I think I'm on like my third and a half watch now. Um, I feel like it's getting shorter every time I watch it. Like, it's starting to feel too fast now. Dog, this is a good-ass film, man. <laughs> like, um, I I know a couple cats been hitting us like, yo, where the, you know, where the movie reviews at and shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got them. We got them. And, and this is one of them. Um, if you haven't checked out Intergalactic, go check it out now and then come back to the pod. If you've already watched it, you know what you in for, man. Good-ass fucking... This ain't even feel like an animated film, dog. It just felt like a movie. This felt like, you know what this felt like? This felt like the movie version of Love Life Season 2. I mean, it had. I mean, we know who was in it. You know what I'm saying? Jessica Williams right back doing her goddamn Mia. thing. Mia, a.k.a. Meadow, back doing her damn thing, man. But um, it's, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie, dog. Like, I thought this shit was, it was like, a good script the animation was crazy um soundtrack was soundtrack was phenomenal and not only was it good music but it went with the movie it went perfectly with the movie dog and then i felt like um all the voiceovers killed yeah. everybody killed their part man i i know it's i didn't even realize that was ty dollar sign at first 
fam, Ty Dollar doing his thing, Kid Cudi doing his thing, um, shit, Vanessa Hudgens, uh, Jessica Williams, who we talked about. It's a bunch of people. Macaulay Culkin. Was he? Random. He played that um when they was at the skate park, and it was that random like white skater with the long hair. That was Macaulay Culkin. That's wild. Bro, like it's it was so many things happening in this movie. Um, and it was just a good film, man. It's a lot of themes we're gonna get into a lot. We're gonna talk about before we get into that, we do have some uh voice notes that we gotta go through. Probably about some of the last things we've been uh we've been talking about. We got Rob Silver reaching out, talking about reasonable doubt, American Gigolo, um, the homie AJ across the pond reached out, and uh we also just got a random email. Shout out to Hilton Reynolds. Who hit us up and said, man, I love your show. I've been binge listening for days to past shows. Good shit. That's what's up. He just sent an email, man. Hilton Reynolds from Los Angeles. He's staying at USC New North Housing. <laughs> um, he out in LA for real. That's in his email. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? No, it's it's in his email. Hilton Reynolds, we appreciate you, dog. Um, Rob Silva with the voice note. Spoiler free. Coast to coast, baby, from New York to L.A. We out here. Um, Rob Silva sent a voice note. He said, spoiler free in case you guys haven't caught up on Reasonable Doubt or American Gigolo. I'm caught up on both, Rob, but I appreciate spoiler free voice notes for the listeners. Um, Let's see what my dog talking about. Have you watched Reasonable Doubt? I have not. Bro, you're going to love this show. It's such a This Week in Culture show, nigga, like, it's Michael Ely, they didn't let him off the leash, though. I, I want them to put him back on the leash, because whatever he didn't do on uh, Bel Air, they letting this nigga get off, dog. Yo, if you think about, like, Yo. the acting bags that some people be in, dog. Michael Ely is in a nasty acting bag. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty typecast. Yo, so. <laughs> put Michael Ely in a cage right now, dog. This nigga is out here bad, bro. How you get how you get typecast as like the sleaze ball? How you and get, I already know that's what it's that's what he owns. How you get typecast as my girl nigga? <laughs> like, I don't like that, dog. Bro, and then this time it's fucked up because Michael Ely got a haircut. I don't love that, bro. Don't you know, get like, this nigga more powers. Your lady, your lady, an actor, and now she doing a movie with Michael Ely. Nah, there nah, was that scene no. involved. <laughs> he better kill her. He better kill her in the movie. Nigga. That's all I got, dog. If he don't kill my girl in the movie, I'm not loving it, bro. And we not streaming it. All right, let's see what the God talking about, man. Third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silver. Rob, what up? Hey, Rob. Before we get into this voice note, I seen that new action you on. Did you see Rob new? No. Situation? I did not. Oh, Rob was on Twitter fooling. Oh, really? Go check my timeline. No. Go check Rob out. Rob Rob knew situation is all right. He had a good time at the concert, I'm assuming. (laughs) Oh, Rob had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, we love you, bro. Um, Apologize for not sending in a voice note last week. I was getting over COVID and I had a personal issue I had to attend to. Plus, my mom came home. But that being said, I want to quickly point out that Anthony Wooden Jr. is always right when it comes to fucking shows that we need to watch. Because Reasonable Doubt and American Gigolo were the best two shows I've seen since Snowfall ended. Just fucking amazing. 
Uh, fellas, the, the, the lead lady, I forgot her name, from Reasonable Doubt. She's got like a Layla Rashawn vibe to her. I mean, she, she's got that Layla Rashawn sexiness in her, in her eyes and facial expressions. And, um, once again, Michael Ely, a fucking stalker. A great show. I'm not going to spoil anything for those who haven't watched it. Highly recommend it. Uh, thank you, Ant, for, for bringing that up. And American Gigolo. The fucking season finale, the entire season was phenomenal. Jay, I feel you when you talk about how the show is Epstein Islandish. And it is, but kudos to the young man that played a young John Bernthal and yeah, well, right the right boy here. that was Gretchen. <laughs> I'm about to say, but kudos to FC. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, yo, that's yo, a, a yo, wild shout out. <laughs> Too wild to make the title. Kudos to Epstein Island. <laughs> yo, that's a, yo, this is, kudos to EI. <laughs> underly, underly, mama. EI, EI. What's happening tonight? They're going to have us out off the air by morning. <laughs> no, uh, Epstein and Protected Glass. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Epstein at the Devil House. <laughs> chilling. Hey, I really don't think that nigga did. Yeah, I think that nigga feet up chilling somewhere. Why old girl alive? Like, <laughs> who, alive. who letting her live? Where her list at? <laughs> she up in jail, jitting. Where the list at? Come on, nah. That need to be priority one. Like, yo, the National Archives is trying to get a president arrested because he got some papers. Where the list at? Fam, man? She right. And y'all know where she at. She right there. Y'all got her. Y'all got the list, though. Y'all got her and the list. Like, I want to see the names. Get of the it. List. Spill it. Tell me who on there. Coming for you. All right. Back to Rob. Back to Rob. Mo's son. He, he did do double duty. And he was tremendous. Rosie O'Donnell fucking knocked the ball out of the park. She was phenomenal. We need to find a vehicle for her to have her own show as a detective. Because she plays a female detective as great as any female detective I've ever seen on television. And you're right, Rain Brady was tremendous. And fellas, John Berthal is on an amazing winning streak right now. He's undefeated. He is white excellence. Facts. Brothers, appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Talk to y'all soon. Rob, love you, my brother, man. Glad to hear mom is home and doing better. Um, American Gigolo, they are acting... Yo, Rob just emphasized somebody I want to just give a quick fucking shout out and kudos to. Rosie O'Donnell is bodying the role on American Gigolo as the detective. Like, she's bodying, nigga. <laughs> like, I, I knew Rosie O'Donnell was one of them comics who could act. Like, she's been, this ain't her first uh, time on film, nigga. Like, Rosie O'Donnell's been in mad shit and, like, critically acclaimed shit. But she is bodying this detective 
on American Gigolo. Um, John Bernthal's on a run that has taken me from, hey, I don't know. John Bernthal's kind of been inconsistent from The Punisher to We Own This City. Yo, he didn't, he's Hollywood it boy. That nigga is it right now. Um, and when you think about it, he's actually always been around. Fam, he's mid-40s. As like, I'm watching the final episodes of The Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. Fam, he was like one of the star stars of this fam, show. Early on. Early on, dog. Like Might have been the, the second person on film. For you to hit your stride in your mid-40s, when you got to... Yo, I was reading up on John Bernthal. He don't come from no chump-ass family. <laughs> All them got cash over there. Him and his brothers. Um, His... His like step uncle or something. His sister is married to like Kurt Angle, mm. uh, hus like son or some shit. He related to Kurt Angle somehow. One of his brothers is like a neurosurgeon. The other brother is like some like super rich consultant who's married to uh, one of the Facebook founders. Oh. She's a billionaire. And then John Bernthal like went to Harvard and shit like. That nigga come from some shit. And then his parents, I think they said his dad was like a lawyer. His mom was like stay-at-home wife or some shit. So, like, he don't come from no chump shit. To just be kicking your career off, and he ain't just get started. Because we know him from The Punisher. We know him from Wolf of Wall Street, Walking Dead. We know all the old shit. But, like, the moment he having right now, bro, this is serious, dog. He really get, they just announced the other day he going to play Aaron Hernandez. Which is Wow. That's a little wild because you play well, no. a nigga well, who died fifteen years your junior. <laughs> I mean, that don't matter. That's wild to me. Well, I was watching uh, Love and Basketball, y'all favorite movie, oh, over man. the weekend. Yo, they was twenty nine and thirty one years old in that movie playing seventeen year olds. Man, so the age ain't <laughs> age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> <laughs> Acting in the movie ain't nothing but a thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> the love we got for John Barenthal will never, never change. change. Uh, it will never fucking change. John Barenthal's doing his goddamn thing, man. Um, And what I'm really loving about uh, American Gigolo, I legit don't really know who to trust right now. Like there, I think episode seven was the most recent one. Um, and it's like you getting more of the story each week and you figuring out kind of what's going on. You starting to be able to piece shit, but it's like people you hated. Now you kind of looking at them like, mm, you ain't that bad of a guy, nigga. And then people you thought was cool. Now you looking at them like Wayne Brady character seemed cool. Now I'm looking at this nigga like, are you shady, bro? I mean, he seems shady. He, because <laughs> he was too cool. He was too cool. He was over cool, dog. Um, that's uh, just a good ass show, bro. Him and Mama acting like a mug too. Yo, I love act. Jada on here, bro. She can actually act. Shout out to her. I think her name like Yvette, Yvonne, something. I pardon me for that. But Jada from the Shy is on here doing her thing, and she likable on here. Like I really, I kind of was like, damn, I want her and John Brenthal to get together. I thought that was gonna happen. <laughs> Why do we like immediately do that? Like you see a man and a woman on screen, they had good chemistry. I'm like, yeah, I want them to go together. <laughs> like, I think subconsciously in real life, barring any special circumstances, that's what you do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when there's a man and a woman, like if both are single or both like you, <laughs> we gonna talk about it. When we get to this intergalactic review. <laughs> that's what happened. That's a fact, man. Um, something else. Uh, Rob brought up. 
Reasonable Doubt. So the lead actress's name, and I'm about to fuck this up, and I apologize for fucking this up. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, Anita Baker voice was deep in the mind for a long time, <laughs> for like 25 years. Um, Amaya Z. Corinaldi. I her name is a little more difficult to pronounce than I was ready for for live on the pod. But um oh here it go. Imayat C Corinaldi. That is how her name is. Yeah. She's phenomenal, nigga. That's all I'm gonna say. She killing the role. Michael Ely bodying doing his normal shit. Um, the dude who plays her kind of estranged husband, because they separated right now, but they might get back together, but they might not. Um, he's killing it. It's just a really good show. Dog from Save the Last Dance, the dude who was with the white girl in Save the Last Dance, he with another white girl in this shit. It's good as fuck, bro. Like it's just a really intriguing show. Um, it's a very good, like, who done it sort of plot. And um, week to week, that's another one. Like, you really don't know who the main culprit is to some of the shit that you're seeing on screen. It's just like, all right, I got to deal with whatever the fuck is, is happening and whatever I'm shown. But every week you get shown some new shit, man. And it's just, it's a really intriguing show. Um, Reasonable Doubt on Hulu. Check it out. Also, speaking of Hulu, uh, the finale of a show that I've been pumping on this pod for a few weeks. It aired last week. Um, the Patient with Steve Carell. Okay. Nigga, that finale fucked me up. That's all I'm going to say. I can't you know, say I too much. Uh, I actually haven't taken a look at it yet. Bro, so what I'm going to say, when you watch, just watch one episode and you'll see what I mean by this. They do more with 30 minutes than any half hour show that we reviewed ever nigga that 30 minutes be feeling like a full hour and a half nigga. <laughs> like the the tension the all the just emotion that they build up in a half hour is phenomenal the patient on hulu the finale just aired last week all 10 episodes available now 30 minutes i've never seen a 30 minute drama so I think that's another thing that's kind of really oh, you fucking ain't never me been up. To the Secretary of State, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, Secretary of State is a three-hour drama, nigga, and that's a fact. And it's an action film. It's <laughs> so when they get to fighting in that motherfucker. But it's um, documentary too. <laughs> you know, wild, that's a fucking what you wildlife, uh, man, man. Um, but the patient on Hulu, check that out. Uh, Reasonable doubt on Hulu, check that out. John Bernthal, um, American Gigolo, Showtime, check that out. Uh, speaking of Showtime, they canceled City on a Hill after three seasons. I think Showtime is losing. I'm hearing that they may lose boxing. Damn. Like, I don't know that. I'll be honest. I don't even know that. I have nothing to back this up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> Let's start there. Exclusive. Nick. <laughs> I don't even know that movie channels can even survive right now. Yeah. It's rough. Because where do you get your revenue from when people are not necessarily subscribed to cable? Yeah. Per se. And that monthly like and they're in and out with the with the shows. Yeah. I don't know how you uh I don't know if they have enough money to like just continue to put out top list, big budget stuff. Because what's the return? I don't know what the return is. It's kind of wild because um, with TV shows, you know, we know that some shows 
from a production standpoint, got impacted by COVID. Mm -hmm. We know that that happened. But it's like, all right, 2021 shit went back to normal or started to feel like it was going back to normal. Um, So it felt like, all right, shit's going to be able to keep going. But I think what changed is not on the side of the, the creators and the showrunners and the showmakers and the writers and the producers and directors. It's the viewer. We we not at home watching the the way that we used to watch prior to two years ago. Um, it is just it just way too many things that can take your attention away. Um, the the cell phone is this all of these streaming apps biggest competitor. Yeah, facts. Because if I'm consuming it on my on a mobile device, then I'm I'm paying less attention than I would if I was sitting in my living room watching television. But how many times do you sit in your living room watching television and not touch your phone? Yeah. yeah. Like, so. It's rare. It's rare. And um hardly anybody watches live TV. Mm. Like I, I don't I don't know many people watching shows as they air on TV, which is why so many networks have adapted the night before midnight yeah. drop or whatever. I don't even know what day like we was just talking about um American Gigolo. I don't know what day that airs. Think Sunday, I think, but I know whatever night it's available at midnight, it pops up on my Showtime app, and when it's there, that's when I watch it. And it's like whenever it actually airs, couldn't fucking tell you, dog. Thursday, Friday, Sunday, no clue. Um, it's just weird, man. Sunday night used to be the time for dramas. Man, H- HBO owned HBO Sunday. Night. Sunday night was a thing. I mean, I guess it just was with Game of Thrones or whatever that shit was. But nah. did you watch uh, I'm get House caught. of Dragon? I only watched like the first episode and a half. Then I said, I'll just come back and, and binge it. I watched, I believe, the first five. And they weren't bad at all. I didn't love the time jump. Um, I personally thought it was just completely unnecessary <laughs> to jump a decade. Mike. What y'all rating? For? What y'all rushing for? It's season one, dog. And like one of the things that threw me off with the time jump on here is um the characters who got older and became different actors. Like a lot of them, like the the main chick, the Valeria or whatever the fuck her name is. Like I liked the initial actress and I liked the younger I heard a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I enjoyed her as an actress. And then when y'all jumped forward and you got me the older bleach blonde girl, then it didn't hit the same. Some people made it in the, the kept the same person and they didn't keep the same person for other people. Yeah, yeah. Like the dad stayed the dad. Like he just got super old and was starting to get fucking sick and all that shit. That was cool. It worked out. Like God bless. But some of the other characters on there, like I really, I was like, yeah, I kind of enjoyed the older actors, bro. Like I really did, man. But. I'm going to watch the the remaining like five episodes or however many it was because I definitely watched the first five and was like, this shit is cool. It, it wasn't a bad show, but it when they did that time jump, my attention went left, bro, if I'm being a honey. So I was like, eh, whatever. Um, we got another voice note. The homie AJ from across the pond. Uh, he said, what's good, brothers? Appreciate you for is going to- Is it AJ? To, I mean, is it? Is it? Is it? He said, appreciate you going to such lengths to play my voice note last week. I have no idea what the problem was. I did nothing different on my end. Let me know if you have issues this week. If you do, I'll look to alternative ways to record and send. 
Also, I hope this gets to you on time. I just realized Detroit is now only four hours behind London instead of five because the European clocks move back this weekend. Peace. We move back next week. Yeah, we move back next week. But AJ, we in here regardless and we got you. So don't even worry about that, bro. Um, Let's see what my dog was talking about this week. Side note, you couldn't even tell there was an edit in there. It looked like everything's moved together. I mean. But I just be in there stitching. I mean. So eloquently. Play, you know what I'm saying? What what was the game when we was little kids? Operation? operation. Them I was low-key code in Operation. Oh, I was that nigga in Operation. They still make that? They should. I should bring, I'm about to buy that. They want these little niggas to be doctors out here. And every time you ant, you got to take a sip. Woo! Oh, that's a good board game. Holiday, holidays. Low-key, I'm yeah. pulling that out next week when I go to Tennessee. That's what she said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what AJ on, man. Yo, is your boy name tag? <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, AJ. <laughs> what up, I'm, what up, Jay? It is your boy, AJ. Um, I'm going to tell you something that is probably going to add fuel to the fire of these. Yo, man. Yo. Yo. Hey. Yo. Hey. 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 Man, he threw a little, little accent in there. Dog. Too. Man. <laughs> oh, man. That was fucking phenomenal. That's dog. amazing, dog. Yo. This is a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucked up. Name tag was really trying to convince us that he wasn't AJ. I'm like, you sound like a. And now AJ is 100% convincing <laughs> us that he is name tag. So. Name tag, sorry, bro. AJ like, gonna have to bust out into a freestyle. I, I know, I know Alex can. I know Alex can rap. Okay, like, I know. Okay. AJ, I know name tag and like, rap this, rap. This is where okay. we separate the Robins from the Robinson. <laughs> right here. Yo, put a beat on. <laughs> Yo, somebody put a beat on. Hey, I'm not. I'm not challenging nobody. But the next one, he ought to leave yeah. a voice mode. <laughs> he better come with some bars. Okay. Yo. Yo, Will from Dayton be coming with bars. My favorite part. That nigga Freeway said, So y'all not gonna put a beat on? <laughs> My nigga was astounding. That nigga said, So y'all not gonna put a beat on? All right, uh, AJ, we back. We back. Ridiculous conspiracy theories. Um, but my name should actually oh, be <laughs> Alexander Robinson. Okay. <laughs> And in Nigeria, we are still Robinsons. Oh, but shit. in Europe, we're Robinses. Um, it's oh. all because of some administrative fuck-up when my grandfather was tran- transiting through uh, France. I almost said transitioning then. <laughs> I mean, if he transitioned, I wouldn't even be here. Um, yeah, so we became Robinses because they misunderstood. Um so I am, strictly speaking, Alexander Robinson, and therefore, <laughs> name tag and I are one and the same. Uh, <laughs> Yo, what's so funny? This is wild. We've, we've got a whole Twit multiverse going here. I love it. I hey, love time it. out. Pause. 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 Yo, this is the same nigga. No, they the same people. No. Look, look, look at the last message that uh, they tag sent. Times have officially breached the universes and bleeding into each other <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> How does Diddy run into two bit at a anyway? But oh, on the same day, the same people, y'all both both talking about, about the multiverse bleeding to same Come people. On, though. Man. Nah, not I, fooling me. No, I, I I know the Robins and the Robinsons. <laughs> oh fuck! Name tag from Nigeria. <laughs> um, 
I'm not sure what you are going to talk about this week because obviously there's no more raising Canaan. Um, I just thought I'd drop a few random thoughts uh, very quickly. Uh, I just found out that City on a Hill has been cancelled. Another show that I was watching because of your recommendation and really, really enjoying it. Um, what is going on with Showtime? They should just rename themselves Shy Time because very soon that's going to be the only shit left on there. Um, <laughs> Also, I finally caught the Kid Cudi uh, film, Intergalactic, not Intergalactic, Intergalactic. Um, I don't always fuck with Kid Cudi like that musically. I'm kind of on and off, but uh, I really, really, really enjoyed this. It was arty, it was funny, it was romantic, it was trippy. Uh, The soundtrack was pretty dope. yeah, very impressed. Uh, I hope we get more from him in uh, in the way of uh, animation or whatever. Uh, okay, so I don't know what we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, but no doubt you'll <laughs> let us all know. Uh, peace and blessings to the entire family, and speak to you next time. Peace. Yo, we everybody be on the same page. Man, you know, we, we all on without, the same Without way, ever man. saying nothing to nobody. At all. Uh, we always on the same page. And I, I posted on Twitter today. I said we got inter- Intergalactic. We got um, Breaking with John Boyega. Uh, we got, we're going to release a special episode to the pod next week. Um, one that we've talked about for a while, but it'll be relevant when it drops next week. And then me and Jay, when we come back, Week after next, we're going to talk about Black Panther 2 um, after we actually have a chance to catch it. So we got some uh, we got some shit and we talked about um, some throwback reviews. Uh, Me and Jay are going to discuss. So we got some shit to carry us through from now till whenever. man. Also, we got some white excellence, (laughs) man. Uh, Jack Ryan is back. Jack Ryan is back. Jack Ryan is back. Um. Once we get to December, I have uh, no idea why I'm so interested in Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan is just a phenomenal fucking show. You know, we used to be Jack Ryan ish hmm. on Showtime uh, with uh, Claire Danes. Oh, oh, oh. Hold on. Nope. It's like one it word. Yep. Yep. And I got to look it up because that shit was fire. Well, old boy from. um. No, no. Homeland. 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 Yeah, yep. Homeland's amazing. Homeland was fucking fire. Claire Danes was bodying that shit, bro. That was great white excellence. Yeah. It's a lot of white excellence that was out before we started recording this pod. That's the Homeland is one of them. Well, actually, like, if it, I mean, it was out while we was recording, but it, it came out in 2011. Like, if, if it didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, so, come on now. Homeland was 2011? Started in 2011. Mm. They had a nine year run. Yeah. Dog, I I ain't oh, actually man. realized I, it was I'm, that long. I was thinking like 2011 was closer than <laughs> yeah, 2011 to 2020, man. Yo. Um, no, that was white excellence. Um, speaking of white excellence, come December we got some more shit coming up. Your honor will be back. Ooh, and when your honor comes back in December, y'all catching a weekly. Uh, I don't give a fuck who black. Hey, that's Patreon. Exclusive. That's your Patreon exclusive coming soon. All the whites are going behind the paywall. It um, is what it is. <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> it is what it is. Nah, nigga. <laughs> yeah, How y'all go? Hey, hey, white no. excellence. I don't know no, what to you, tell you. You gotta pay for this white excellence. Sorry, buddy. Y'all want my American Gigolo breakdown coming soon, nigga. Yo. 
Hey. Yo, do you, now that I think about hey. it, because once the mayor of Kingstown come back, oh, that's to, Fam. To, no, paywall me. To, paywall me, baby. To, um, <laughs> also, come December, just got announced today or yesterday, uh, the best man, final chapters, December yeah. 22nd. Them dropping that three days before Christmas is probably the most brilliant shit ever, nigga. So, now, so do we do the first two? I feel like we got to. I feel like I, I did we do one before? I feel like we might have did the best man one. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we was roasting. Yeah, Harper. yeah, we was going on because Harper is the wildest nigga in the world, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right, now I feel better because I'm like, yo, I don't want to do two of them. Yeah, no, no, not no. that I don't want to no, do no, them, no. but. but and the the other best man that'd be a great holiday yeah. you know drop or whatever for you and I because I'm gonna get into my bag of why I hate when they unnecessarily kill off character I just hate it. Well, I mean, I bro, think the series was over, <laughs> bro. Mia at home right now wondering why she's not getting the check. <laughs> like this, the what we have been, what we have the availability, what they have the availability to do. Didn't exist. Yeah, you couldn't put a sequel and split it up, and like, cause and if you want to do a sequel from something like that, it got to be very detailed. Yeah, you can't fit all that in two hours. Yeah, but what if I get ten hours to tell the story? Man, now it's different. That's fucked up. <laughs> Mia, Mia texting Malcolm D. Lee right now. He not hitting her back. Like, has there been a movie that turned that transitioned into a show before? Oh, uh, because it's usually show that transitions to, to a movie. Yeah, this is different. Now, I, I don't know one off the top of my head, but I'm sure somebody is screaming at the TV. Yeah, dumb nigga. It was such and such and such. Don't uh, call it. Uh, movie to know. show. Well, shit, American Gigolo. Um, that was a movie in the 80s, but it's also a completely different plot. So it's it's just different. Um, But a movie that had a sequel. Yeah. With like, like continue the story into seven beloved characters. I guess Westworld. I mean, but that's so far back. Nah, that that's a yeah, bro. All that shit. That's a lot. That's a that and that's shit. also a remake. Yeah, not a continuation. Yeah, it's like a retelling. And that's I guess to my point about American Gigolo, it's like a different story. Like we're not. It's similar plots in a way, but I'm not continuing this story. The best man final chapters. We about to get ten episodes of. The best man, bro. I'm excited as fuck about it. On like, Peacock. On Peacock, bro. Uninterrupted. That's not even going to cost you money on Commercial free. This is going to be great, bro. And it's, again, other than uh, a girl who played Mia, it's everybody who was ever involved. So it's, we're not losing anything, dog. Yo, Creed 3 about to drop? Creed 3. So what's so interesting is, like, the Rocky franchise is so fucking old, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It seems like I, I heard Rocky's not in it, mm -hmm. but it seems like he should be dead. Yeah, in this in the universe. Yeah, but he's still actually alive, yeah. right? So he should technically still be. Yeah, you know how what I'm you saying? kill and the fucked up part with Sylvester Stallone, like he literally created Rocky. Like it's. I mean, he stole it uh, from a nigga who fought Muhammad Ali, but he, he wrote Rocky though. Yeah, like the idea might have been stolen. But I wrote. Rocky, you know he sold though. him for that. Yeah, yeah. Did he lose? I think they went. Either he Price lost. Settled. Either they lost, or he got like a very small amount of money. Yeah, but it's like, yo, nigga wrote it. He got his Oscar. That's wild. Sylvester Stallone got his Oscar from that. Um, <laughs> it's wild. It's a statue of him. Yeah, like literally, like bro, y'all. It's an actor. Yo, somebody told me 
did you know that Drago's wife in uh, those movies yeah. was actually Flavor Sylvester Flavor Stallone's Flavor. wife in real life at, at the, the time, time? I didn't know that during that time. I think I found that out later. I found that out like Friday. And then, you know, she married uh, Flavor Flav later. Yeah, it's wild. For a while. Shout out to Bridget Nielsen. So when I was getting caught up for season one, I mean, Creed 3. So I watched Creed yeah, 1, yeah. Creed 2. I might have texted you. I don't know. I texted a couple of people about this shit. But in Creed 2, they in, a, in his mom's bathroom upstairs uh-huh. and she pregnant. And he finds out that, like, that he, <laughs> yo, that nigga said, yo, that's wild. <laughs> 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 you find out she pregnant. That nigga sat down and was like, yo, that's wild. Because <laughs> it is wild, though. No, he said, that's crazy. That's what he said. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, that, then I start asking people who, who like who had you like what you what was the words like what did you what did you say why they make her deaf <laughs> that's like didn't did the baby ever get it to hearing back the baby was born I remember two. the baby having a hearing issue in part two I don't remember if she ever got her like shit situated so in this one on the on this third one like well how old is Adonis Creed and like. In movie, when we watch a movie, it's been some years. Though. When we watch a movie, we be don't move in real life years. We move in, in movie, movie years. years, and yeah. in movie years, like you should be like about to retire because you' so old. Yeah, in real life, yeah, it was five six years ago. Yeah, right. in boxing life, right. Creed I, would get his ass beat. And I movie. actually once went back and watched Creed one and Creed two because I saw the trailer and I was like, well, maybe oh boy was in one of those trailers. Yeah, they faked us out. They sort of kind of faked it out. They faked us out. It wasn't him, yeah. but I, I do. It was a different little because yeah. the very first scene of Creed one, they were going into a facility and meeting him, and mm-hmm. so he was fighting and everything. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe there's a, there was a backstory to that. I don't know, but yeah. Um, there was one other thing I felt like that's coming soon. Uh, I'm blanking on it. Um, power to read. I don't know when that's coming back. I heard February, like they're gonna drop it like mid to late when BMF is on. Um, but I'm like, I can't see them overlapping the two of them. So who making? I will fix y'all decision making. I just don't understand why y'all would let this gap because there has to be nobody watching Stars right now. There's nothing new on. And the the shout out to y'all who um who listened to and hit us up about the uh, Raising Canaan season two finale. Y'all just had. Y'all's best season of a power spinoff. And then followed up with nothing. Nothing. Y'all got nothing. The BMF doc? Come on, bro. That ain't holding niggas I weight. I watched those two episodes. I ain't they, click play yet. They literally popped up on my joint. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's the nigga name who turned your lights out? Turned the water off? What was his name on the show? Oh, shit. Was it Melvin? But we ain't call him Melvin. Uh, Did we call him Elva? I feel like I can't remember that nigga. Anywho, he the, the real British life, dude, yeah, yeah. But in real life, like they on that, and yeah. my man was one legitimately like a menace. Yeah, and I didn't realize like he shot Meech like a bunch of times, <laughs> <laughs> and he Lamar. got shot. Yeah, Lamar. Lamar, yeah. Um, but yeah, he got shot up. His brother got killed. Um, and then he shot oh, up shit. Meech a bunch of times and shit. 
Oh, didn't know that. Here's the thing, man. I for as much as I've you know read and and watched docs about BMF, I don't doubt that there's still some stuff that I don't know or that I'm not aware it's not of. Compelling. I just don't need it. That's my thing, bro. I just feel like um, in the locks we gonna make it when he said, "I'm tired of hearing about old niggas that had it yeah. and be the same old niggas that rat it." Come on, who cares? Like I, I and it's just like. It's just overkill, man. Like I, I, I actually think y'all are doing the BMF dramatized version a disservice by playing this fucking documentary in between the me like in the meantime, in between time. Like we don't need that, dog. So now you like so in real time you can say, Nope, this didn't happen like that because we just Yeah. Didn't. Like you're making the dramatized version feel unbelievable. And I, I I just feel like for a show going into a second season, they don't need that type of energy. But you know, it is what it is, man. All right, yo. Um Intergalactic, bro. Kid Cuddy and Kenya Barris created uh, it's a romantic comedy um, dedicated to Virgil Abloh. Uh, it actually released on Virgil's birthday. Mm. It was initially supposed to be a series, supposed to be like a Netflix, like 10 episode joint. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't have been mad at it at all if it was broken down. Um, we also would have got more mm-hmm. if it was broken down like that. But um, after all the acclaim that it got and all that, they kind of re-pieced it together, packaged it up as a movie. Um, it's it's very much so. I understand now. So it was, did they did they actually make ten episodes and then they they condensed it? I don't know how it initially got like filmed because there was one portion in it. I was like. That seems like a weird time jump. What part you thinking? With the pregnant girl. Mm, because the home she, girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was super pregnant. By the, by the time, yeah. And then like four weeks or three weeks later, she was not pregnant and was at the event. And, and was drinking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's a, that was a... And shit, even like when we met her, she wasn't super pregnant. And then the next time we saw her... She was pregnant, pregnant, and then she was having a baby or, you know, they was at the hospital when she was delivering. So, um, but it's, it's kind of hard to even like break down or categorize rather this one. Cause it's like, yes, an animated film, yes, a romantic comedy, but this was just like really fucking good, man. It was, um, kind of visually, it reminded me of, into the spider verse they made it same people yeah same people made that that makes sense then why they made it but like from a story perspective it was very much uh when harry met sally brown sugar kind of all these like new york love stories where two people meet and then go on to develop this relationship i will say something about the into the i can't enter the spider verse as well as this movie yeah, yeah um i know this may seem silly but I think they do a really good job with cartoon shoes. Oh, 100. Bro. Um, bro. You know, I only wear Jordan ones. Yep. And as I was thinking back, watching the Miles Morales, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, these ones look it went crazy on the fire. Yep. And I had those pairs that he had. Yeah. And I was like, another tangent. If you were a cartoon, mm-hmm. like a Bart Simpson. Yeah. Whatever, because cartoon characters, they have the same clothes on every day. Every day. What would your cartoon avatar wear? Um, A hoodie for sure. 
honestly, mine right now where I'm at, it'd be a full hooded sweatsuit and some New Balances. That would be my fit. What New Balances? I don't know yet. But it would be a full hooded sweatsuit and some New Balances. Um, it's funny you talked about, you know, cartoon characters wearing the same thing. Yeah. Because for the majority of the first half of Intergalactic, Kid Cudi's character, uh, Jabari, wore the same hoodie, yeah. fatigues, and Yeezys. Yeah. The, me- the, the I've seen the Yeezys a million times. I didn't want them until I Til- seen them in that cartoon. Bro, my bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's wild that we had that same I'm thought. like, yo. I'm like, well, maybe since it's fuck Yeezy, maybe I can get them on a discount on bro. the resale. I literally never wanted them Yeezys. Never. Until I pressed play on this movie. And then by the like ninth time that he wore the fit, I was like, bro, I think I need to get them Yeezys. <laughs> I think it was when they was in the club and they, they was going, going in the dark. dark. <laughs> I was like, bro, all right, yes. dog. Like, I might got to go. Because uh. look. I ain't even want them. Now I'm like, I got to make sure if I get them, I get the glow in the dark. Yeah. Because they, they released two. Because they like some shoes just like, yo, with the fatigue cargos. Come on, man. Because I on, have man. four or five pairs of fatigue cargos. Because you a nigga. Like, so, and I wear a hoodie all the time. Come on, man. I literally have on a hoodie and some ones I, right now. I'm wearing the fit that I just <laughs> told you my avatar would wear, bro. So I, if I had an avatar, it would be... Uh, a, a hoodie, some black jeans, and some ones. Come on, I'm gonna give you three out, or it'll be uh, a plaid shirt, a plaid long sleeve shirt, but now good flannel, Detroit fitted, <laughs> yeah, and some or a polo shirt, yeah. Like it's is so every time I created a so even my yeah. iPhone avatar, yeah. I mean, it's a, I'm a bald head, brown skin dude with a goatee. Facts. And two uh, AirPods in my ears. Facts. <laughs> like, Facts. Uh, it's, I say all that to say, I think they did a really good job capturing shoes and street culture, the whole nine yards, like digitally. Nigga. Um, I was listening to Kadeem Hardison on The Breakfast Club recently, and they yeah. were talking about um, his character, Dwayne Wayne. Yep. And like, if they had like a st- they were talking about one of the stylists who styled the whole show and had made Wendy Gilbert who she is the whole nine yards okay. and they asked him about like his attire and he told them y'all can do whatever y'all want let me pick the shoes though yeah you know what I'm saying because this is different yep and he put them glasses on the flip joints the flip joints yeah. and them and like them the Jordans the 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 Reeboks the whole nine like that is so important. Culturally, yeah, to certain folks, and I think they they just do. I can't think of the company, the animation company, but yeah. they do a really good job filming it. They um, and it was funny because it wasn't just the Yeezys. Like on probably my second watch of this, that's when I started realizing, like, oh, he had them black and lime green off white yeah. forces on, and like, or off white dunks on. Pardon me. Um, and like his man's and them had on different joint. Like I was just starting to peep. As the shit went on, and I'm like, yo, this is really crazy, dog. Then, like, you would peep the off-white tee yeah. when they walk away and shit. And it was just like, yo, the, even uh, it was one scene with the uh, Meadow and her homegirl, her friend. They were, like, out jogging or whatever they was doing, working out. And she had on, like, the it was like the North Face, but it wasn't. Like, yeah, they yeah. gave you the logo, but it didn't say North Face. So it was just, like, the little kind of, like, rainbow arch Sort of North Face. It was. I just really appreciated how they showed the streetwear uh, in in this movie. And to your point, 
how they did it in in Enter the Spider Verse, because which is wild. I, the reason I think they did a really good job is because when they make these cartoons, it's not geared for thirty five to forty year old men. Facts. It's geared to a younger audience, right? Yeah. But I was still I enjoyed that shit nonetheless. Yeah. So I was like you did a good job because you can do that and you hit all these different age ranges or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing that I thought they did really well, and we we kind of touched on it a bit but to really dive into it soundtrack bro um the music with this movie was phenomenal so this was a kid cuddy album though yeah yeah right packaged as a soundtrack yeah yeah well i got the impression because i see some interviews with him and kenyan burris as well i get the idea that i wanted to make a movie around my album Mm. you know what i'm saying Cause every song, I think in order of yeah. the album went in the same order as, as the, movie. the movie. Yeah, only song one there was Andre Three Thousand. I was looking for it, yo. Um, and I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, yo, did that not get cleared? But like, <laughs> for, for how you clear for the movie and not and not the album soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mainly was mad because again on my like second or third watch of the movie, I really was catching Andre like part. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, he going." I really wanted to listen to that. Like, I I needed that in the car. But like, each of these songs had a essentially had a music video. Facts, facts. And the music video you felt connected to. So now, when I listen to the songs, I'm riding a whip. I'm thinking back to portions of the movie. I'm thinking back how it looks. Like that, I can do what I want. Is my joint. That's when they was at the club after. after he got the gig, they yep, drinking, yep. smoking, they hanging out the window. I can, if I can do it, I, like that's my shit, yeah. and I connected back to a, a, a moment of celebration. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, next time I get my get the next time I hit one of these little milestones, I'm doing, I yeah. feel like I can do what I want. I'm turning that shit on because like I yeah. like dog, and it I've never on, been a Cuddy fan like that. So like I've always like Cuddy's always had like a joint or two for me that I was like, yo, this is good. Yeah. I, I I like the vibe. I like the bop, but like albums, I always been like, I get where his sound might have been influential to a lot of like these current cats, but I also was like, I don't listen to a lot of these current cats. So I never did drugs like that. And I never, this is not like a bad thing. No, 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 not at all. I never wanted to do self harm and shit like that. And like he is so connected in that. And people like, yo, you saved my life. Yeah. I never just I just never connected with that. It never hit me. But in this particular one, yeah. probably because it showed you throughout the movie. Yeah. And like hurt. my my emo drug rapper was Joe Budden. <laughs> that was that was my era of that. Um and and I get that Cuddy was that for an entirely new generation. Um I also realized listening to the soundtrack for this and just even, you know, watching it scored throughout the movie. Um Cuddy is like Drake if Drake were creative. Like explain. Like I sing, I rap, I harmonize. Uh, I, I do the the type of music that they do is similar in a lot of ways, but Cuddy feels like he's doing it from like a creative space. Drake feels like he's doing it from like a I copied this from somewhere. You know who I, I think um is like it's like Drake but like a slightly better rapper Who and that? more consistent like LaRussell. 
Do you listen? I see that one hundred when he raps in the I type of like one hundred percent. See that a lot of the stuff that we like from Drake is on those type of beats, yeah. and he's rapping in that yep. type of that cadence. cadence yeah. And it's not super fast, not super flow, but LaRussell does it like well. And I don't add the singing portion in it. Yeah, and it's not about some girl I met and how this didn't work out or something yeah. like that. But like, LaRussell really got bars too. Yeah. And that's sure. like, and not that Drake will have bars when he feel like having bars, but he don't always feel like having bars. Drake will have clever wordplay. Facts. It's facts. not, it's not the, what you say ain't yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of how you layered say it. And shit yeah. like that. No, LaRussell's like spitting. <laughs> like I'm going to give you some life advice somehow. Yeah. In these bars. Yeah. Um, very fucking good music though. Um, I also like when, you know, we kind of think back to the classic soundtracks, right? In in our culture, you think to the uh, waiting to exhales. You think to the fucking New Jack City. You think to the Boomerang. You think to Above the Rim. Like all these, when the soundtrack feels like the movie, set it off is another one. Like when it feels like I can listen to this and it can put me in the same space I was in watching this movie. That's the dangerous part. That is the dangerous and part. And that's how we got gangs in cities that never had gangs. Factual. That's Factual. How got, that's how we Because niggas was it. relating and connecting to some shit that was like. We put some evil shit in the movie and then I take you home. and You, you ain't can, leave it at the theater. You didn't leave it at the theater. Yeah. Man. Now you can carry this energy mm. with you. That's a whole nother conversation for a different day. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. But like with this one, this is music you want to take with you. This was like. Honestly, I was like excited to download this Cuddy project. I was like, "Damn, I'm, this I'm, shit is." Other than day and night, uh, I've never listened to a project of Cuddy's. Yeah, and that's not not a project. I've never yeah. listened to this much Cuddy music before. Yeah, like I I used to have. I'm man, already home. I don't think that counts. <laughs> I, I mean, that was just an <laughs> underrated classic. But um, like no, I used to listen to Man on the Moon. You know what I'm saying? Let that shit play in the back. But this is easily the first Cuddy project in. 10 years that I've been like, yo, I'm riding to this dog. Like this is just, it's a good music. It's, it's a good vibe. And it makes me think of the movie. And when I think of this movie, I get happy dog. Cause this is a good ass fucking movie. So, and I love, I'm, you know, I'm a sucker for a good love story. Fam. I, I, I mentioned at the top of the pod, this reminded me of like love story. Love's at What's the name of our show? Is it Love Story? Love Love Life. Love, love Life Season 2 on HBO Max. Um, it reminded me of that. One, because the character Mia from Love Life plays Meadow in this. Um, but two, it was a very much like, yo, they met. And you see the conversations from friends on yeah. both sides. And it's who want the best, the best for both. But they, people. Yeah. Like I, I'm not because her girl, yo, and uh, her girl was played by uh, Vanessa Hudgens. She was very impartial with her advice, which I feel like a lot of men and women aren't like you usually try to cater to your friend. She was all like, yo, I like dog for you. I do. And maybe he yo dude. Maybe he's your your person, but maybe he not. But if you think he your person, you're going to have to chill the fuck out and like let that happen. Like you got to be open to him being your person. Nigga can't just be your person if you're not open to the idea of it, dog. Like it was it was some real thorough shit going down in this movie. Um, One thing I really enjoyed about this movie 
<laughs> the call statue. <laughs> I mean, you already know that. You are, it was funny because soon as he uh, in that beginning scene, <laughs> when the movers left and they was like, "Yo, can you get that last piece? You straight? You don't need us, right?" He was like, "No, nah, I got it." And then he saw it was the cause joint. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's real weight. Like you can't pick that up. Like I, I know some people who have that. Like I seen that in the museum." <laughs> I'm gonna ask you this before, but how did cause get that off? The the Mickey. Yeah. Um. Shit, I mean, he started off kind of similarly uh, to to Jabari in this. So on some airbrush shit, on some street art shit. Like, he was kind of doing his own thing, and that's what blew. What I'm saying is, like, how'd you get that off without Disney, like, stopping it? It's Cause, Disney. Because how much of it, like, I feel like he did just enough to where it's almost like, I feel like with Mickey... Like, it ain't Mickey if it... Because Cause is almost like a Mickey silhouette, right? But do you have the silhouette trademarked? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or do you have, like, I actually got to be drawing Mickey for me to be violating your fucking trademark and patent right now. Like, I, just, I feel like that's what happened. Like, Disney damn near controls the state government in, in Florida. Man, you know what I'm saying? Like Disney controls everything, dog. Like, the fact Disney controls ESPN bothers me to this day. Um, but yeah, however cause got that off, he got it off in a major way, nigga. Um, but the movie starts out with Jabari moving into his crib. Jabari is a New York artist, street artist, graffiti artist, whatever you want to tag him as. But in no pun intended. Yeah, facts. Um, but in recent life, he just got hired to work and take his art, his main character that he does in his street art, and develop it into a comic book character. For Cosmo Comics. For Cosmic Comics. Um, so he's getting money now. He getting money now. He he was working at Flight Club. I yeah. like how they snuck that in, too. Now, that's why his shoes was that, That's fire. why his fucking shoes was fire. He was working at Flight Club as a shoe salesman. And then now all of a sudden, yo, we getting money now. We getting money, we move. And now he live in this dog-ass loft in the middle of Manhattan. Um, So he moves in. And it's funny because I ain't realized probably till the second time I watched it, how many different run-ins he had with Meadow before they actually met. Yep. Um, so as he's moving in, part one, when he grabbing a cause statue, gets to the elevator, Meadow coming off the elevator. They bump into each other, they have a little ha-ha, and then it's all. Never Caesar. Never Caesar, because he hidden behind the fucking statue. Um, he gets his crib, all his stuff moved in, and then it's like, all right, my niggas is coming over to help me kind of christen the crib, dog. We about to... Let me go grab me something to eat. Grab some some food for me and the homies, and then we're going to drink and chill and, and live life. While he's out getting food, he hears somebody screaming his name. I'm Jabari. Jabari. He riding his bike down the street in Manhattan. Jabari. Jabari. It's his ex, Carmen. I like how Ty Dolla Sign, I can't remember his character's name. I think it was Kai. Um, Ty Dolla Sign's character said, yo, <laughs> it's like they got a dog whistle when they hear you lit and you turning up. Yo, ex always fucking know when they pop up out of nowhere, nigga. Whenever you got some men and women. Facts. Because. Oh, no, we be on, men be on women head, bro. You can be like. I think my old bitch moving on. Come on. Let me go ruin her life. Come on. Start let texting me, let me pop shit. right on up. That's dog. not the actual conversation, but you know what I really think this be? What's that? Some things that people say don't exist. I really do think it be the soul ties. Mm. I can feel mm. your energy shift because we've exchanged energy enough 
and I feel it leaving me. Something's different. Woo. Woo. Like, wait a minute. I yeah. feel a, a missing connection. Yeah. Let me reach out. Here's and the I thing. think it goes both ways. We might not still feel or be physically tied to one another, but I still feel tied to you. And when I feel your energy shift and and, and it's loosening up on me a little bit. What the fuck? I need to know what's up. And maybe because because his other man, he was like, yo, I kind of feel you, Ty Dolla Sound, but I don't know that it was her having a dog with. I think it was just fate. Dropping him there because, yo, look at where stars align, dog. You riding down the street in Manhattan. Look at all the people riding a bike in Manhattan right now. You just happen to ride past where she was eating on the uh, patio. Yeah. Come on, bro. So he ride by. He hear his name and he's shocked when he see her because it's been five, six months since they talked. Um, So he bump into her. She like, yo, what's going on? He like, oh, I just moved. She was like, oh, where to? It's like right up the street. You got a house in Manhattan. Wait, you live in Manhattan? She kind of thrown a little bit. And he was like, yeah, you know. She was like, damn, you sold enough shoes at Flight Club to (laughs) to move to Manhattan? So, look, I ain't want to stunt on you. But actually, (laughs) I I got, you know, my my character, Mr. Rager, that I've been tagging on all these buildings. uh, Cosmic Comics wants to turn that into a real comic book character. So, I got a job over there. I'm doing my thing. She fucking is astonished. Let's hang out. Let's celebrate. Would love to celebrate and get a drink sometime. And I appreciate that she threw that suggestion out there and they left like they didn't do it right in the moment. Like, no, go home. Think about it. And he went to the crib. He talked to his mans and them. They both gave a perspective. Would you have gone out with her? Like, would you have shot that? Because he's single, right? It ain't like he got a situation. Uh, I don't know. Depends on how last time I had sex. <laughs> you know what I thought about? We don't know why they broke up. No, we didn't. Said it. We didn't learn the end of their relationship prior to this moment. So then I thought about it like, yo, was it because he didn't have his shit together? He was working, selling shoes and tagging buildings. They never really alluded to it. Either. They never did. Um, I got the feeling that he was kind of tired of her. But I can see at, that too. At, at that conversation, it seemed like she left him. But like it was really because here was the thing, right? We didn't find this out till later, but it wasn't like she was out there living prim and proper. She had rats in the crib living in Chinatown, was over there. like. And they also said that they were friends for like 10 years yeah, or something yeah. like that. So, I don't, so I don't, their relationship could have also just fizzled out. Yeah. It, it really could have just worn. Because when you have a relationship that young and then it goes that long, like you had a friendship, then a relationship, then y'all break up. Oh, nigga, I just want to see what else is in the world, dog, because I've been fucking with you for X amount of my youth, dog. So they they exchanged pleasantries, and then she went back to doing dinner, and he went back to the crib. He talked to the homies. And then for a minute, he just living life. Like, yo, I'm single and free, nigga. I'm wilding because I'm young out here, dog. Wilding because like, I'm young. Wilding because <laughs> I'm young. It's another cutty joint. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he having a ball. But then he, like, Yo, let me take her up on her offer. Yo, it was one night. Yo, it's been a couple months since I, you know. Hey, it's been five, six months since we seen each other. I might not have boned nothing. Might not have hung out with no. Sometimes as a dude, especially a single dude, 
the woman energy you just need it around you dog like you just need it you need the balance this is, <laughs> this is a like this is really what life is bro you need that Especially balance if dog you, if you quote unquote working on yourself you try to get yeah. shit together you may be in solitude facts and like facts. yo i need i need the woman energy because you could be totally fucking off so and it doesn't this- necessarily have to be i want to be around this woman so i can have sex for her Mm-mm. it's like yo i need to be around i like i need- I, I hate that it's almost common nature in this age for people to just immediately sexualize the situation because that ain't what this has to be dog even with the ex like i'm single i'm around my niggas 24 7 or i'm like stuffed into my work that's all i do i'm trapped and surrounded by my work my creative energy i need some feminine energy dog i i, I got all this masculine energy all this creative energy and, but and i need this what? femininity around it me, may not even be like a long thought out process sometimes the, you just need it and you uh, you you are attracted to it or you, facts, you gravitate facts. to it it's not that I, you sit down on a thursday like hey I need to be around a woman today. Fam, it just happens. That's it. That's it. So he hit her up. He said, yo, too soon to, to take. Matter of fact, this was the same night. This was the same night before he started wilding because he was young. He just hit her that same night after his boys left. Like, yo, too soon to take you up on that drink. Was it after? I, was it after they came? No, this, this was after they came over. They kicked it. And then when they left. Yeah. He was like, let me see what up with her. So he hit her up. They linked. They went to a bar, had a couple drinks. Now, this is where it got interesting, right? He gets to the bar, sit down. Bartender comes up. Yo, what can I get y'all to drink? Immediately, the ex, Carmen, jumps in like, yo, he'll have Six a- shots. Wh- no, no, no. Oh. Before they went to that second bar, she was like, he'll have a whiskey with ginger beer. And if you don't have that, get ginger ale. That's fine. And so then he tried to do her order. And he was like- She'll take four glasses of your finest white wine. She not going to like none of the four, but, you know, it's part of the experience. And she was like, actually, I changed. So let me get your best white, whatever you recommend. It's one glass. I'm good. And he was like, oh, shit, this is a new Carmen. So now this is when the energy start feeling like it might be something. Because, yeah. wait, is she different than she was when we broke up? Was her... Being like anal and uptight and super particular, was that a part of the reason we broke up and now she seemed relaxed? Yeah. All right, cool. So they had a drinks over there. Then they go to another bar. Now the other bar is where it turned up. Because she was like, yo, we here to celebrate you. He was like, bet. Let me get two shots. She was like. Six. Nigga, let me get six. Six shots of tequila between two of y'all. First and foremost, I love tequila. Stop shooting that shit though, man. You wasting good tequila, man. Like I, I don't it's supposed to taste tequila. Like I don't, don't stop it, yeah, niggas. Uh, we wasting good tequila because we want to take shots. Tequila should be treated like scotch. You don't shoot scotch. Yeah, you you taste scotch. You you enjoy it. You bask in it. That's the fuck you should be doing with tequila. Um, but they wasn't doing that. They went six shots up. And they dancing in the club, they live in life, and next thing you know, they go there. I mean, when you single. Again, neither one of them has no ties. It's not like it is what it is. You, you know? And not only is you single with them, y'all familiar. Yeah, single and familiar. Is, Come on. Dead, we, we probably ain't been no with, with nobody in the five, six months since we last talked. Even if we went on a date or two, we might not have been with nobody. Yeah. So come on, we single, we familiar. 
You know my drink. I know your drinks. You know my spots. I know your spots. Let's do this every weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Aight. Is that aight with you? Keep banging, nigga. So he wakes up at her crib the next morning. But you can instantly see the regret on that nigga face, though. It was like, oh, shit, what did I do? She on the phone. With her mama. In her workout gear. and uh, I'll tell you, so listen up. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, ever. Okay. I don't want to come nowhere and you put a phone in my face and say such and such want to talk to you. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I don't get. Don't play don't, with me like that. I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't, I don't want to take the phone. No, I hate it, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate it. You know where that hate comes from? At least with me. And probably with you, too. And probably with most black people. It comes from your mama giving you the phone when you young and telling you your aunt such and such want to talk. And you like, fam, who? Like, I don't even remember who this is exactly. My mama on the phone. Hey, my mama want to talk. Say hello to my mom. So she do that to him. And mom came in with the fucking even worse energy. Mom, like, come to the christening. Come to the christening. You got a suit? Ma'am, ma'am. Yes and no. Because, yes, I have a suit. No, I'm not coming to the fucking christening, though. Now, what's dangerous about hitting an ex or somebody he was involved with? Yeah. One, I don't know if I gave you my consent because I was drinking. Uh, facts, I, matter of fact, facts. I think I was sexually assaulted. Fact, I mean, uh, <laughs> tell your story, King. Right. But. That don't mean we like together the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. And like sometimes when you do something familiar, like we're not like together. Yeah. See, the fucked up part with an ex, dog, especially when y'all single, specifically when y'all single, we ain't with nobody new. We don't have no new situations. Yeah. The soul time might have loosened up a little bit, but we still kind of tied to each other a little. Yeah. You might want that. That little that little double back one time. For sure. You might want what you feel like you owed. You might feel like you owed one more, dog. Now some genuine made a whole song about it, nigga. Like and then it'd be a little situation where it's like you get the person that y'all both like each other, but you get it with like less drama. Mm-hmm. And to a certain extent, less responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Like y'all okay with like being y'all separate things. Yeah. Cause it does complicate things. When like expectations are there, facts. Now, just because it complicated, don't mean that that's a bad thing. Some shit could be whatever. Ex- but expectations. Uh, Come ooh. on now. Come Ex- on now. Expectations. It's real. It's real. It's real. Uh, uh. This song was phenomenal. And if you didn't like this song, you weird to me. Because this shit was great. If you say you don't like this weird, you went outside. And nobody ever uh held your ice if you didn't like this song. When I was in when I was in when I was in high school, I had a big uh uh Rolex gold chain. You yeah. feel me? <laughs> it was a thing when you gave it your girl was walking around school with, your, with, come your, on, with, his, with a Rolex chain on. Hey, but you know who chain that is, nigga. You see that no limit charm, son? <laughs> <laughs> you see that no limit charm? <laughs> Thought I told you. <laughs> I used to tell him um I gave you coach belts on your pants. <laughs> you old aunt. That's how that went. And I sang that religiously, dog. Um, that shit came out with 99? Yeah, man. I graduated in 2000. What a time. What a time. <laughs> what a time. Um, but in this situation, I'm not mad at Jabari. And, nigga, 
this him and her. This ain't just Jabari. This him and Carmen getting what they want. But now I done woke up and we kind of snapped back to reality. Your mama asking me to fucking come to a christening, wear a suit. It's a whole thing. So then when when he get off the phone with moms, she hops in the shower. And it's like she got undressed right in front of him after a run. Cause he was like, Did you go work out? She like, Yeah, I went for a run. Like, you too comfortable. Why you leave me? Because why you leave me here and went for a run while I was asleep? Like, wake me up and tell me to go home. I'm not offended if you do that in this particular moment. Like, hey, I'm about to Yeah, I don't want you to stay here. But she gets undressed, she hops in the shower, then she was like, Yo, you getting in? Like, if you don't hop in now, this water ain't gonna get hot again until later. No. And he was already dressed, nigga, because he was ready to fucking go. We're not taking a shower together. And so then his closure hoodie that he wore. This is like the first moment that he tried to get some closure in this from her. Um, and he told her straight up, he said, Yo, I don't think we need to do what this we did last mistake. night. This was a mistake. He said it flat out. Uh, yo, this is a mistake. This was a mistake. Let's not go down this road. And she was like, Yo, I wish you would have had this revelation last night. He was like, When the Remy's in the system. When the Remy's in the system. system. Yo, that was funny as fuck. Because <laughs> it caught me off guard. I didn't know because they combo was serious up to that. And then that nigga said that shit and I fucking bust out laughing, dog. That's some shit out. I'm not serious. <laughs> no, not at all. I'm not at all. Serious. I'm a whole dork out here, nigga, dog. You're gonna get two or three minutes of seriousness every t- 15 minutes. <laughs> you're gonna like... get two or three minutes of <laughs> everything you get out of me, nigga. <laughs> 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 so the nigga was like, look, man, the the liquor was flowing. We was having a good time. You still bad. It ain't like you, you know what I'm saying? You look different. We had a good night. But then he I like how he said it. He was like, yo, <laughs> nobody died. Like, we had sex. We got together this one night. You know, let's just be friends. And she was like, wow, you really want to be friends? And nigga, like, yeah. <laughs> like, do you think you can be friends with X? Yes. Yeah. I think it's possible. Um, especially when both of y'all are single, because it's easy then, right? <laughs> like, us being friends means that, like, I can say what up to you. And not feel like I'm hiding anything from my girl, but I can also say what up to you and not feel like we need to get back together. Yeah. Like, we just cool, dog. And he told her that, and I appreciated him keeping it real with her. She didn't listen at all. We're going to get to her in a minute. Yo, she was like, when you meet, you meet, like, hey, what's your name? I got a man. Do your man let you have friends? <laughs> like, <bro, laughs> was that. She was that friend. I've never asked that in my life, by the way. No, no. <laughs> But niggas would tell you that's no money. Yo, niggas is coaching you. No, when you get the first rejection, you got to follow up with a <laughs> like my nigga. Yo, who's that? Who's the uh, what your man got to do with me? <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that. See, like man my dumb ass about to say uh, Grand Poobah. Nah, no, hold on, Mr. Something. I don't know. I got a man. Oh, special that's the name of the song. I got a man. Is it special? Ed? Positive K. Positive K. Positive K. We all Yo, Positive K was a wild nigga. <laughs> Positive K was a wild nigga. He ain't give a fuck about you, dog. Now, what that man got to do with me? <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that, see? So after he told her, yo, I don't want to do this. That was a mistake. We shouldn't fuck around again. I can't deal with your mama asking me to come to christenings. Like, we had one night, and y'all already back comfortable. He thought he had the closure that he needed, and he stopped wearing the closure hoodie from that point for a minute. And he was, that's when he went out in the streets and started wilding because he was young. Because his man's in there was like, let's get out. Let's get out. Nigga, you got this dope ass 1% ass crib. 
You got a dope new job, nigga. I'm Ty Dolla Sign. I'm out here, nigga. Let's get in these streets. Niggas had a great night. Niggas went popping crazy. bottles, kicked out of clubs. Went crazy. Like, niggas was doing they everything. They in the cab out the windows, nigga. Like, it's lit. Yo, when they went to the one club that was in the back of the liquor store, yeah. immediately I was like, I want to open one of them. I want to do one of them. Like, back of the liquor store, look like Rock Stash from fucking Power Raising Canaan. And then you go back there and go through some wild shit. Next thing you know, it's the dopest club you ever been to in your life. Yeah. I want one of them bad. Passwords though. only, though. Facts, though. You can't come in if you don't know the password, nigga. 75 people capacity. Premium cocktails. No food. I want to own a bar. Matter of fact, I'm going to own, I'm going to own a bar, but I don't want the bar to be a club. Yeah. I want, I just it, want it to be only to be a bar. Yeah. Possibly a little area where there's going to be some spoken word or some shit. Like, you know, poetry. I ain't mad at that. Niggas, you know, play some music. Some like shit. some, like... Like bigger than the griot, yeah. Cause I like the griot, but it's small as hell in there. Yeah. So like bigger than the griot, speakeasy password type shit. The Oakland is the perfect size. Yeah, the Oakland's dope. I love Evening Bar. It's just small in there too. Yeah. But like that's the vibe though. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Uh. So liquor license is, is is like at all time high. The liquor license is the problem. But I don't think you need one for beer and wine. I would go open up a beer and wine spot. Yeah. You yeah. feel me? And then the thing, I'll be, make you a wine cocktail <laughs> that you, you'll think it's all wine. <laughs> I had some wine last night because <laughs> get you together. The bottom of it said Mason and it was really <laughs> close to Jason. <laughs> I woke up with a headache this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so you woke up like Jabari. <laughs> That's a fact. Because my nigga Jabari got fucking tore up. Hung over as hell, trying to live his goddamn life. But the problem was... <laughs> Whatever that shit, Mason shit was, that shit was fucking amazing. Jabari had to work. Yeah. That was half his issue, dog. My nigga had to work, um, and he had the job, and this is a new job for him. And so when his colleague comes in there and says, yo... I seen your shit. Yo, shit is cool. Like, I, I like your shit, personally. But I don't but, know if it's the right fit for here Because it's a little dark It's a little You know around here We like it white Light and right Or whatever the fuck He told that nigga Bright white and Bright light. white and light That's what he said Bright white and light And he was like Yo shit's a little dark I like how they broke This shit up in the chapters oh, I love that I love the storytelling there Yeah And also like With the chapters it was When like, you caught the part That was the chapter title Like like they They like they listen To This Week in Culture You feel mm. me mm. <laughs> <laughs> So when his colleague came in there and told him that he went into like a creative funk because you can't come in here and tell me the thing that I created that got me this job might not actually work for this company. Like I need to tweak it to be accepted around here. And he tried to tell him like, yo, I think they hired me because my, you know, my eye, my point of view, my ideas is different. Nigga was like, yeah, I've been working here a long time, bro. I started as an intern and grew to this. and So they didn't come look for you then? Yeah. Is yeah. what you're telling me. Yeah, because So you had to work your way up, and they just brought me in. Yeah, they came right to oh, me. Okay. But it sent him into a creative funk, dog, and he couldn't really get his ideas off like he wanted to. So he worked a long-ass night after being hungover, and then he go to the crib, smoked a joint, passed out. And then like three in the morning, this nigga get woke up by fucking sleeping in my bed remix, banging loud as shit. I've been listening to uh, the Drew Hill Essentials. Yo, Drew Hill had a phenomenal run. I, it's my favorite uh, other than 
I think they're my favorite male R and B group. I mean, it's Jodeci, but yeah, like other man. than Jodeci, I'm not mad at that. Uh, I I probably right there with you. Uh, Jodeci is my my number one. Drew Hill just they were amazing, dog. Absolutely amazing. They were amazing, dog. Um, and when this damn sleeping in my bed remix banging at three in the morning, <laughs> waking you up when you hung over high and and just in a funk. This nigga Jabari woke up kind of pissed off. Like, what the fuck is going on, dog? It's people all in the hallway. It's it's, it's lit it's in the building. Party party. And this nigga, like, bro, I thought I moved into like a nice, sophisticated ass building. What the fuck is happening? So he walks to his neighbor's crib, walks in there in his hoop shorts and t-shirt. Yo, who house is and this? Yeezy slides. And Yeezy slides. Yo. Kid Cudi might be mad at Yeezy, and they might have been beefing for a while. But you got them Yeezy slides but you, in there. And you had them Yeezy, uh, whatever the glow-in-the-dark numbers was. <laughs> you was Yeezyed up in this shit. So he walking through the crib. He like, who crib is this? Who crib is this? Like, yo, this your house? Yo, this your house? Finally, some little white dude run over to him like, yo, fam, what, what you doing here? This a private party. You in your hoop shorts and shit. Nigga like, bro, is this your crib or not? They exchanged Grabbed words. Him. He touched him. Yeah, he like, yo, nigga, don't touch me. He like, bro, I don't, I don't know who crib you think you. And then we just hear a girl say, hey, don't bring that energy in here. And that nigga Jabari looked up and was in love instantly, dog. Music started playing and like so when I listen to this song, uh, which is like number four, look look at look at this. The theme song was it clearly the new mode, then he did did what he want, then he moved and he found like every one of these is like a different every track on this album is damn near a different uh scene or whatever, whatever. But uh, Angel, I can't not think of her coming throughout the lights and all that the intergalactic yeah, the yeah. whole nine yards. I'm like Yo, that shit cool. And a couple of different animation things that they were doing when he's riding his bike, he riding upside down. When he yeah. was when he was in his thoughts about the Mr. Rager, Mr. Rager is attacking him. And like it's a cartoon, first and foremost, still. But I know it, it's so good that we talk about it as if like it's a real movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. like if it's a human like, interaction. Like movie. live type shit, yeah. dog. The wild part too. Because we're familiar with the actors playing these characters, these animated characters, I see them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the part that I think really like. Like, I'm looking at Meadow and I'm like, the entire time, I'm like, dog, this is exactly what my nigga was doing on Love Life. <laughs> nigga, like, I'm seeing her and instantly going to that and how he looked at her when she was Mia. Um, Cutty whole tone changed when he seen her. Nigga dog. got corny. That nigga said, "Oh no, nah, it ain't. This music ain't even too loud, man. I just can't say what up, man. Y'all ain't trying to be no party pooper, nigga. Like party pooper. <laughs> but you don't know what to say, dog. You ever had one of them? Yes. Like <laughs> soon as you see her. Yes. Soon as you see her. Absolutely. Like stuttering, lying, <laughs> like saying whatever the fuck you gotta say, nigga. Yes, bro." When I, uh, I, I I knew Shorty before, you know, I ain't know her personally, but like we knew who one another was. We had met before, but the time that I met her where I like got on. Sometimes you can know somebody and then still see them for the first time yeah. later. So I saw her for the first time later and it was the first time because I was like, yo, this my time. 
this is my moment. And I was like, yo, at the time she, um, she worked at a dispensary and she had been talking about just how, you know, marijuana and, and medicinal marijuana and all that had like impacted her life and helped her with anxiety and all this type shit. She had been talking about that on this panel we spoke on. <laughs> Nigga, I walked up like, hey, so uh, you said that we, you think that could help with insomnia? And it was like, fam, I know this shit can help with insomnia. I've smoked weed for my insomnia. I've eaten edibles for my, I've been down this road. But let me just say words, nigga, that sound, I was dropping all the key words. Like, yeah, no, uh, medical marijuana. No, that's my shit too. No, they, they opening dispensaries all over the city. They got uh, recreational. You know, we recreational now. Like I was dropping every fucking keyword that I could to continue the combo, dog. And that's what this nigga Jabari energy was on. And uh, when he left the crib, he was thinking about her so much the nigga felt like he had to jack off. And that's where it, I was like, oh, they going reality on the animation for right. real. Because this nigga was going crazy. Next morning, old girl pop up. She come to the door. Apologize. Yeah. I want to take you to lunch. Nigga, um, nigga had a tent in his pants. He went to the door on her, bro. Um, you got to look out your peephole, Jabari. You got to start there, nigga. Can't, can't go to the door on hard and open that bitch up in full, nigga. Or you can. Or you can, but then don't hide it. Because it's my house. Yeah, don't, don't tuck it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She woke you up. So she like, yo, 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 what you be? yo, yo, listen, dog. don't tuck it. <laughs> when you, yeah, Let me male tucker. You got to sometimes you got to tuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sometimes you got to tuck. You've been in school or you've been somewhere where like, like, my nigga, there is no reason my dick should be hard right now. Like bro. it's nine a.m. I'm bro. in English class, bro. and like it's the exact moment where you got to get up and go. Like, bro, there is no. It, why are you this way? 2016, <laughs> my first day working at Kelly Services as a recruiter on their new Apple account. Um, it's their biggest account, and this is day one for me. And we're in orientation. <laughs> I'm wearing the khakiest khakis <laughs> that ever khaki to live. Man. Nigga. For no reason. I'm sitting there. Nigga, the, the lady leading the orientation is clearly a lesbian woman. <laughs> She's white. <laughs> She's all the things that I don't want. All, all the things that's going to get you arrested. <laughs> Bam. And all the things that I'm not like traditionally attracted to, right? Nigga, for no reason, I pitched a tent under that desk that lasted for like five hours. Bro, like I couldn't get up. I had to pee so bad and was like, I can't stand up. And I was praying she didn't call my name. You know how they go around day one. Everybody, hey, stand up introduce tell yourself. Tell, nigga, I stood up and put my notebook over my joint immediately. I had a little uh, Shinola notebook. I put it right over the joint. Everybody's got real creative. And then you know you you gotta <laughs> you tuck. I don't know because you, you gotta bro you gotta you tuck, gotta lift bend you know whatever you gotta do to protect yourself because just to just to get out. But you also so gotta look up out in the is, sky and ask God why? <laughs> why God? <laughs> like bro. But when I found out, you go to the bathroom, you run your hands in some cold water, it goes away. Okay, that's a trick. That's Yo, nifty. Niggas told me that in high school. <laughs> I was like, you show? Sure? Nah, <laughs> like you show? Sure? No, niggas, niggas needed say, to teach yeah. me that at 
32 or however I was. You got to get to cold like, water. Or, or like, if you at work, you got to get your hands around something cold. Yeah. Like, it, was, it, it works. Dog. So. Or maybe that's my placebo and it works because <laughs> I, I, I think it works. <laughs> it worked because they told you, nigga. So she come over. She like, yo, I woke you up last night. I feel bad. My bad. Let me take you to lunch, man. It's a Saturday afternoon. Side note. <laughs> I was watching the uh, MSU versus U of M game. This nigga Terrible game. D-Mary got a hat to say Tuck coming. <laughs> <laughs> now the hat is. <laughs> and apparently, you know, for the coach Tucker. <laughs> I guess that's the saying. But, yeah. But Tuck coming is a uh, wild. It's <laughs> funny as fuck now. Because so, uh, it just became the name of this. <laughs> <laughs> Captain coming. Captain coming. Right. Right. Break it. Yo, what was Luke on? Tuck. <laughs> Big hit, hit, dog. That's a wild nigga. Why trick daddy come in talking about? I can make you remember December last year. Like, what are y'all talking? Yo, them was the nastiest group of Miami niggas ever. I just want to point that out. So, look, man, you ever dated a neighbor? No. I haven't either. Um, I wanted to. <laughs> just didn't work out that way. Um, all my neighbors was like, like old women, dog. Like, like no, I can't date Miss Douglas because she fifty five, nigga. Like, it's not happening, dog. Um, the one neighbor that I had who was like my age, yo, dating. She was like real lesbian. Like, yo, if you dated like your neighbor. Like from across the hall or something. Yeah. That might be the best shit in the world. And Bro. the worst shit in the world. But like, cause y'all don't never gotta move in together. You don't, but I feel like at some point you will. Like, I feel like at some point, and that's I kinda understood when uh when Ty Dollar and the other homie was kind of telling them, like, yo, Daniel your neighbor is kinda wild. Don't do it. I see where the dangers are. I see the convenience. But I can see where the dangers are. Because, like, yeah, okay, y'all get into it. She can go home. You can go home. Y'all right down the hall or down the street or whatever the fuck. But then it's like, yo, you go home. Then, like, middle of the night, somebody at your door, you get fucking around. They banging on the door. Yo shit smoking. Maybe they back in your crib. You don't know, dog. Like, it's wild. You can't move around because you date your neighbor. Can you date anybody else? You gotta walk past this motherfucker crib every day. Right, right, right. That well, I mean, shit that's just thick. like when you when you live in the same neighborhood as somebody you kicking with. Come on, man. They can always drive by. Man, they know who car over there. Who, who truck been over here two days in a row? Thank God for attached garage. <laughs> yo, my car's yo. never out. You never gonna ever see my car ever. Period. Yo. Oh, I get what you're saying. I'm thinking you putting, uh, you got a new little chick over there. You putting her car in the garage. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a two car garage. I mean, you could do it. But that's why Yo a chick think you trapping her Like why you make me pull into the garage yeah, Cause I'm hiding you It's just for your own safety Okay This motherfucker come over here We both gonna die Dog. And we ain't been together in years <laughs> The motherfucker's crazy But she still live right there That neighbor I get the convenience She might throw an egg on your shit just cause Dog That's what I'm Like you can get harassed If it don't go right with the, It's like a boomerang with, with Tisha Campbell on the other side of the gate. Like, this might be hell for you if it don't go right, bro. Man, but I always did want, like, a neighbor who, like, cheating on her husband or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just slide down the street. My nigga got fantasies. <laughs> I mean, 
We've all seen those type of movies. <laughs> Come over to borrow a cup of brown sugar. I mean, got to be brown. Got to be brown. Like, so, you got some sugar? All the sugar I got is black. <laughs> How you like your coffee? Yo, yo, black. Yo. yo, black sugar is crazy. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You know what the fuck blew my fucking mind? Uh, was that? And this was not even that long ago. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> niggas say they got us so whitewashed that white folks got you thinking vanilla is white. And they showed me a picture of actual vanilla. Yo, that shit blew my mind, dog. The whole black ass. Stick, I'm like, bro. yo, what the <laughs> fuck is that shit, bro? Like, yo, it is a whole black stick, nigga. I would. Well, like, where Umar at? Let me talk to Doctor Umar. No, no, that's one he needs to tackle, dog. Like, <laughs> um, vanilla ice cream, white to the motherfucker. And that motherfucker. How do we get here? I don't know. How do we get here, dog? Like, it's a black stick. And you know what's wild about vanilla? Like, that much. Turn your whole shit into Just like black. <laughs> All, All it takes is a little bit, dog. And it'll fuck the whole culture up, man. Damn. Um, so, look. Meadow came over, offered him lunch. They go out to eat to her favorite spot. Now, we already knew she kind of thought he was attractive or whatever. She talked to her girl about him after he left the crib. Um, and she texts her girl, like, guess who taking their neighbor to lunch? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So they go out to eat to her secret spot. We on chapter three. Yeah. The secret spot. It's a little little hole in the wall diner joint, which be the best food. When I, I would rather go there. And I'm glad she said it exactly how she worded it. Like, I take a burger from here over a fancy dinner any day of the week. Please. Bring me here all fucking day. On their way there. He did the nigga thing that you should do. Fellas, if you're not doing this, I don't know who raised you. He got on the outside of the street. They was walking and then unprompted, he just walked to the outside of the street. Yeah, but yes, 100%. But ladies, um, like, help him do that. Like, sometimes like, damn, nigga, you, you on the damn curb. I'm going to have to push you out the way. <laughs> like, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got to give him, give him the space to get to the outside of the block. <laughs> you feel me? Like, God damn. Dog. It's hard for, or motherfucker, or run to the door like, damn, can I even relax? Slow down a little bit. Like, so, I, we, we talked about this on Twitter a couple weeks ago, um, with the, with the opening the car door specifically. I do. I open the car door, but I do it when we're walking up on that side. If we're not on that side as we walk up, I don't run around to the other side of the door. I think I do. I I might give you that on a case, but like it's not consistent. I'll say that. Like I'm always opening your car door if we walk up on your side. But when we not walking up on your side, that little run, that little jog you got to do to get in front of her. Oh, I'm not jogging. I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it get weird, dog. And then it's like, all right, now I look. And since I got the thing in my hand, like the, I'm not opening it because I don't want you to open it. Yeah, no, you definitely can't unlock it before she get there. So I'm 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 going to open the door. Man, man, I just I, I, just, I, I don't can't know. Do the, little I, bop. I, the little Eileen cousin from Menace Bop I'm to get to the door first. Yeah, I can't do that. that. Like if you get to your door first, I'm gonna let you go and open it, but. In general, we walk up on your side of the car, I absolutely get your car door. We get to a building door, I'm 100% opening your building door. 
But that car door shit, it, it gets different. Though. But like, like, you know, when somebody going to open a door, like, get out the way. <laughs> like, that's what I'm bit. saying. Like, they, I'm like, are y'all not used to nothing that you don't know how to maybe shift out my way so I could do my my gentlemanly thing, dog? And when he got on the outside of uh, of Meadow in this scene, she was like, "Yo, that's the one chivalrous thing I still like." And he was like, "What, nigga?" <laughs> like, he played it like I don't even know what I just did, nigga. You know. Because that's probably the one thing that I feel like, especially in a city like New York, where all y'all do is walk. Yeah. So Nigga, if you don't get on the outside of the street, you want her to die. That's all I know. That's all I could tell. Um, ladies, if your nigga ain't on the outside of the street for you or on the on the curb side of the street when y'all walking down the block. He could have not heard about it. <sighs> that's rough. Because he could have grown up with just no the dad. mama. He ain't got no dad. Shout out to all the niggas with no dad. Just praying for y'all. <laughs> Sucks to be <laughs> sound bad. So no, they go to the burger spot and it just kind of kicks off the day. They ended up spending this whole fucking dope ass day together. And it was one of them like, this is the moment. This is when and again, I'm back to Love Life. A couple other people hit me this week saying they started watching Love Life or they finished Love Life because of our recommendation however many months ago and asked if we was gonna pot about that. That can be a Patreon behind the wall too, man. Cause I, I feel like we know the love life bag. We know what they did. Dog. I feel like we should start getting paid by Showtime. I feel like Showtime and uh, HBO Max can throw a bag. Because, like, a lot of people do listen to a lot of shit that we, uh, Recommend. we talk about yep. um, based on that recommendation. And um, I know y'all be listening. You know who really should pay us? No bullshit. Stars. <laughs> Stars should Showtime, give us a bag. Stars for sure. Showtime stars HBO Max. Now I know HBO. I get it. You know y'all probably whatever. Y'all ain't gonna give us a bag. We ain't the official insecure pie. Yada yada yada. All that's cool. Y'all still owe us a bag, but I'll let y'all slide. Showtime and stars. I ain't really gonna let y'all get off too much more. I'm gonna keep it real. Start reviewing these Tubi joints before I keep giving y'all niggas props. Um... And Showtime, stop getting rid of my shit, dog. Like, y'all getting rid of a lot of content. Anyway, Meadow and Jabari, they have this beautiful-ass fucking... It wasn't even a date. Yo, he, when they was asking about, like, what did each other do? Yeah. And oh, he man. was telling her, like, oh, I kind of do, like, you know, I got this little character. Like, oh, like, Mr. Rager? And, like, and he was like, yo, you oh, know you my a, word? Oh, you a fan of my shit? And she was like, no, no, no. Wait, you Mr. Rager? Fam. Connect, connect. Then he did the slick shit when they was walking through the street. You found out you listened to this week in culture. Come on, man. That's happened before. It wasn't like on some romantic shit. Yeah, fam. I get excited anytime somebody tell me they listen to the pod that I don't know or think listen. Or nigga, they talking to you. you, They have no idea they listen to your podcast. Fam, fam. Because we don't post a lot of pictures. No, not at all. (laughs) You don't know that it's me. But if you've seen the one or two pictures we got posted, and then you see me in the streets, and you be like. Yo, you when you see me culture? in the streets, remember you don't know. It's like, no, <laughs> no, hey, no. Do remember you don't know me. Nigga. Okay, that's a prettier Brett. Uh, that was my shit, and still is. But that's a rude ass song to a nigga that's trying to get known for rapping. Like, will you remember? Like, God damn, fuck it. I don't know you then. Nigga. <laughs> like, you not Ti? <laughs> like, okay, don't be a groupie. Keep it moving, nigga. You on it? Like, damn, I can't get autographed. <laughs> but no, I bought a VIP backstage. Pat, nope. All right, all right. Have a good show. Um, 
Jabari did the coldest shit in the world when that nigga took her to that alley where his first Mr. Rager shit got. And the nigga went, he ain't even explained what he was doing. Well, first thing, number one, he did that was cold when it started raining and he gave her his hoodie. Cause you gotta Some give LL cool shit. You gotta give her the hoodie, nigga. I take over my so I can walk over a puddle. <laughs> like Yo, LL's on pure bullshit on that whole song, <laughs> nigga. Like, cause first of all, no, you don't. Like Nigga, your feet still gonna get wet. <laughs> fam, just it's a walk puddle. around the puddle, bro. Yo, <laughs> like, it's not like my 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 jacket is not a plank. <laughs> no, no, it's going no. in the water. Your foot <laughs> now all you're doing is submerging your foot and my jacket. Thank you. Now, uh, now you got a dirty foot and dirty jacket. Thank you. But he gave her his hoodie. He took her to the alley where the first Mister Rager was. He didn't tell her nothing. He just went up, start pulling the posters off the wall. Woo, woo, woo. She like, what are you doing? But she excited though. She got her camera out. She a photographer. Yeah. She got her I, camera out. I love that. That was Man, real Love Jones. That was Love Jones. It's just fuck. That's what I'm. It was very Love Jones when Harry met Sally. Brown sugar. It was giving me a lot of different vibes. You know. For a long time, and some, still sometimes, I carry my camera around. I don't know if it's because of Love Jones or not, but <laughs> I be liking this now. Everybody, you know, that shit spooks people sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, my hair, I'm like, oh, I really, so listen, this has nothing to do with nobody. Fuck it. All right, but like. It absolutely has something to do with somebody. <laughs> but like. I somebody. Don't, I don't care if you ain't get your hair done today. Fam. Cause guess what? I still see you. <laughs> like, like everybody you saw at work today, like they know this is how you look. Bro. But like when I can't take a picture of you because you haven't just came out and got a friend. Like, come on, what are we doing here? Fam, if only women knew. Patty Lavelle boys. Oh, if only you knew how much we don't give a fuck about half the shit y'all give a fuck about. And I get it. When you give a fuck about it, it makes you, you know, maybe a little less confident or whatever. But like, if we're telling you we don't give a fuck at all, like, let some of that confidence that we have in you be your confidence for the moment. Like, it's us. We don't care. We don't care. I know how you look with your hair done. I know how you look with your hair not done. And once we've established that we like for myself, yeah. Once we've established that what we that I like you and all that other good shit, like I damn near don't care what you look like. I already like you. <laughs> yeah, like you won. <laughs> Yo, low key, congrats I mean, I, to you. I care what you look like. Don't get yeah, that wrong. No, but like, don't I don't. Don't be a slob. Because when you wake up in the morning. Hair tied and all. And let me look. not even say that. Don't be a slob all the time. Yeah. But you can be sloppy. Okay, you still you could chill. You don't have to be made up. You don't have to have a hair. You don't have to have a nails. Like, bro, like. I, Who you think more superficial? Men or women? <laughs> nigga, women easily, bro. No, I'm about to. Dog. Um, so this girl that I live with currently, <laughs> <laughs> who I'm not talking about. Nigga, she like, oh, I ain't get my toes done. I was like, fam, I'm rubbing your feet with the socks on. I don't see your toe. What do your toes have to do with this moment right now, bro? She like, I get them done later this week. I was like, bro, all right, dog. Uh, like, I guess I'm silently judging you. <laughs> I ain't never rubbing your fam, feet again. <laughs> with or without the sock. I'm like, bro. Because I was like, I'm rubbing her foot because we was under the blanket. And so I was kind of rubbing under the blanket. And I'm like, I know I'm not looking at her feet, but I think she got socks on. So I don't really know why she's telling me that her toes ain't done right now. Because I was like, yo, I know her feet don't feel like this sock that I'm wearing. <laughs> and it didn't. 
because it was fucking sock, dog. And I'm just women just care about shit that men it don't even register to us, dog. So um, you, know, you know how many people come in this podcast? Mm-hmm. Women, um, a lot. And 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 they be like, all right, let me get on my good side. Last Sunday, somebody asked me, I'm like, both of your sides look the same. <laughs> like, it really do. I've never seen you before, right? So, I don't know. You think <laughs> that, that there's one side that looks better than another. But, like, really, both of your sides look the same. Like, it's crazy how symmetry works <laughs> in your face. <laughs> like, when you Now, granted. The, everybody face ain't symmetrical. So, listen. On a scientific level, I know y'all be like, your beauty is an eye to be heavy. It ain't. It's mathematics. The more uh, symmetrical your face is, the more attractive you are. It's, 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 it is what it is. And okay. guess what? Beauty is in your fucking face. And if I think you beautiful in one form, I think you're beautiful in all forms, dog. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, shit that uh, Bum B posted. No. He was like, niggas or men. Yeah. Say your wife or whatever. You, you may not think she like the most beautifulest person in the world because of your your social status and the circles you yeah. in. She may be a seven because of the social circles that you in. Mm-hmm. But to somebody else, nigga, she might be a twelve. Mm. And like you gotta you gotta you gotta keep that in mind because while you chasing that ten, somebody looking at her and she a twelve. And they chasing yeah, and yeah. she gonna leave you. With half your money and yeah. go be with a nigga that she that thinks she at twelve. Facts. AKA when somebody tells you, I know you think you may be a seven, yeah. but goddamn it, you might be fifty two to me. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Like so when I'm saying somebody telling you like, no, this is great. This is beautiful. Yeah. This is this, this. Y'all believe him. I've always been <laughs> believe him. So next time <laughs> I say that and I don't mean it, you believe him. <laughs> say no. I've always been overconfident. It's was kind of naturally born that way i i you could never tell me i wasn't the dopest whatever nigga that i wanted to be in any situation i was never like doubtful about looks what i had on like i I, i've never been like oh shit ain't we in the mall bummy today i can't go holla at that girl yes the fuck i can nigga I, i come up in the era of go talk go to the mall to talk to girls that's it. If I ain't had a fit on that day, what I'm out there doing? Just walking around the mall, getting some auntie hands? No, get nigga. Jokes for sure. Yeah, like bro, like I, I just feel like confidence for me has never really been an issue. So maybe it's why I'm not always sensitive to when like women don't feel like they have they. But I'm like, yo, you, you kind of always at your best to me. Or but like, <laughs> like you ain't never been at your best, and I still like you. So, it, like, yo, because here's the thing, like, I understand the fucking. We all getting older, niggas is getting, you know, like his his gaining his, weight, losing hair, graying, all that. He's a perfect shit. example. Yeah. Most some most people, a lot of people get their haircut every week. Facts. Some people get their haircut every two weeks. Facts. You know what I'm saying? When you think, when you are ready to get a haircut, mm-hmm. and you get a haircut, and you know it's super crispy, you feel that you're at your best. Mm-hmm. When you go to work every day, my nigga, you look. It's not that you look exact same way. Yeah, but my nigga, don't you nobody just, care. Don't nobody know. Oh shit, you look. You you look four percent better than you did yesterday. Come on, come on. <laughs> oh, you didn't wear your hat today. It's cool. 
No, mm. that's what your hair look like. You got a seven percent increase. Like my cool, nigga, like nigga. fam. This that, is how you look. In the grand scheme of things, that does nothing, dog. It, it just does nothing, bro. And I, I like because it was funny when uh in this scene with with Meadow and Jabari when they was in the alley. I thought he was gonna say, "Don't take a picture." I don't know why. I just thought he was going, that nigga still right there and smile with the goofy ass smile real quick. Like, hey, nigga, because it's me, dog. Like, I, I am who I am. Um, now, on the flip side, I don't love taking pictures, but I think I don't love taking pictures because of social media. I feel like social media, because I hate that everybody feel like I have to take a picture of everything. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that it ain't that I don't love the picture. It's that I don't always feel like we have to capture this moment on camera like yo nigga can we just be in it like we was in it but in this case she was doing her thing professionally because she saw a dope ass artist who she didn't even know and they swapping art right now and we swapping art this is my art and yours combined lovely so they have this beautiful ass day it wasn't really a date until it was and then at the end of it i liked that they went to the crib we live right next door to each other but it wasn't no hey you want to come over keep the night going it was a hug in the hallway, and let's go. And it was an awkward hug, too. We've been together all day, but we still kind of awkward. We awkward because what would normally happen after this. Yeah. But we just met each other, so. Can't yeah. do that yet. Yeah. So we both want to, but we can't want to, yeah. so we act like we don't want to. So then she kind of asked her homegirl, like, yo, I really was feeling them. I don't know if these was. This felt like a little more than butterflies. Like, this shit kind of whoop, whoop, whoop. And her girl like, look, man, you want to fucking fucking. But if you feeling like more than that, whatever, lean into it, dog. Like, you know, stop being afraid. Why are we so like afraid to like people? Like, it's like a fear that exists among it's a, us. It's your body protecting itself from the last heartbreak that you had. Man. So because that happened, the body defense mechanism is to avoid trauma. Yeah. Wow. And so I'm just going to avoid it because what could possibly happen? Hashtag come to me healed. <laughs> come to me healed. Where are healed niggas at? Come on, man. Y'all lying asses. <laughs> Yo, you can't be an unhealed girl. Look for a healed nigga, bro. <laughs> like, don't hurt him. So listen. Got nothing to do with nothing, but uh -huh. something to do with something. Uh huh. I be hearing uh, people say, "Listen, I don't want no love that I got to struggle through. Mm. Right? I don't want the ups and downs, and I got to yeah. go through all this just yeah. to prove like where who told you that that's love? Yeah, God, because that's what He did to Job." Mm took everything from that man just to prove he would still be there mm. ruin him mm. everything he possibly mm. had to prove that prove your love for me are you be getting biblical I, I had a conversation over the weekend about it okay you know what i'm saying am i god no but i made in his image but but like who wouldn't be down for you yeah if everything was always good man you don't you don't like intentionally this was two part you don't intentionally yeah. go through this then i seen a post a bunch of people I, I, I just disagree with them. People yeah. would not stop tagging me. Some shit Tyler Perry said, like, eh, because Tyler Perry said it. But, like, <laughs> don't marry no man until you've seen his five seasons. One being broke, one being angry, one being this, one being this, one being this. And I'm like, I, I mean, I guess that's cool advice, but, like, what if I'm not broke? Yeah, what if I don't what if I don't go seasons? What if I don't lose a person in my life? Like, you don't know how, how this person reacts to death. And, well... 
what if no one dies for four years? Yeah. What if I don't go broke or have a financial hardship for the first six years that you know me? Yeah. Do we not get married? Uh, Do you put me through these five things intentionally to see how I react? And uh, are you are you fucking playing with me? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's another version of you got to go through all those things in order to get to this. Yeah. Well, I thought you said that y'all didn't like that. Yeah. And that you, everything should just be perfect. Yeah. But now you won't even the 28,000 comments on this page where it's like, no, you got to go through this. You uh, got to go through that. It's like, well, listen. How about there is not one way to do anything? Facts. Some paper you can be with for 15 years won't do nothing with them. First part, first time you meet somebody, you do exactly the same thing that you never thought you would like with mm-hmm. the other person. It just happens like that. Bro, um, furthering your point about Job, let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> for God so loved the world... <laughs> That he gave his only begotten. Like, yo, love, depending on the situation, can be painful at times. It ain't always going to be rosy. Like, I don't know why that's like the thing. Now, that don't mean you need to be stupid. But guess what, though? Life will never be Come on. rosy. Come on. So I'm. you're going to go through ups and downs in life, in your life. period. Whether Facts. you single or not, they're going to be trying shit. It's never going to look great. Yeah. You by yourself and your shit not, Cause it ain't always thing. great. To the point where you was just making um, with the Tyler Perry statement, yo, I don't necessarily think that, you know, men just have these five seasons and you can just nail them down to one thing. But what I can say as a nigga who's experienced a lot of this, hey, death can change. Yes. A person, a relationship, um, it can change y'all's whole situation. Here, here's the thing. Tyler Perry said, before you marry someone, you need to see them in all five seasons when they happy, mad, stable, broke, and been hurt. Mm. Happy, mad, stable, broke, and been hurt. And then so many people, and I was like, so I was like, so what if I'm never broke? Yeah. I mean, and then like, well, maybe you won't be, but you'll still have a financial situation that could put a dent in your pockets. Okay, so we can't get married until that happens to me. Yeah, like you got to wait on that to happen to see how I respond. Uh, And then somebody say, oh, Lord, it's deeper than being monetarily broke. You should. That's not what the fuck this means. He's literally talking about monetarily broke. Like, all right. Like, and here's the thing, dog. Yo. Yeah, I might be broke. Yeah, I might be, you know, whatever. But again, let's let's stick on the death for a minute. Yo, if I'm going through, if I have the perfect person, quote, perfect person, and then they lose someone close to them, somebody who means something to them, um, and they change, I can't fault them for that. If... The changes that they go through emotionally turn out to be something that I can't withstand long term. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you're po- not necessarily like, yo, they a bad person because somebody died and they changed on me. And now, no, but nigga. I thought the whole point of marriage and you saying them vows, sickness, health, through death, do a part. The whole nine is like I pick somebody with that says no matter what they change through, yeah, this person still right. is worth it yeah. for me to change as well. Because guess what? If you this marriage is supposed to be forever, you get married at 20 years old. Yeah. You get married at 30 years old. 
Y'all are two different people at 40. Facts. Nigga, I'm not the same person from 35 to 40. Facts. Um, from 30 to 35. Like, I'm not the same person. You know what I think a lot of people go through? Um, men and women, but a lot of women, I think, really experience this. And I I think that it maybe leads to some of the, the tension that we see in relationships and dating. Um those vows you just talked about, that commitment you just talked about in a marriage, I think a lot of people put that into very immature relationships, very premature relationships um, where they aren't married, where they don't have the vows, where they don't have the commitment. And I feel like people will do that and then experience, they think because I'm putting this level of commitment into this relationship, I should be receiving it. And then when you don't receive it, Cause of whatever the man is broke, the man is hurt, the man lost somebody, whatever the fuck Tyler Perry things are. When he go through somewhere, when she go through something, and you not getting that fucking reciprocated love back, I think what people do, they get emotionally exhausted. And over time, when you've done that with four and five and six different fucking relationships, eventually you sour to the idea that you can commit. To, you know, people talk about, oh, the relationship got, dating pool got pee in it. You know how many people I see say the dating pool got pee in it that I know ain't shit? Men and women. Like, yo, I, I know people you've dated. I know people you're currently kicking it with. You ain't that great, fam. But you think based on the shit you've gone through and the shit that you tried to endure in previous relationships that now you deserve. What's so crazy is a great woman who's been great in our uh, a great man, a, uh-huh. a friend that you know is a great person, and a girl that you know is a great person. Mm-hmm. Them people can come together, and one of them, and that be a bad relationship. Facts. It's not about how it was in your other relationships. Just because you was great in three other ones, it don't mean you great in the fourth. Because that greatness only matters if it's compatible with that other person, bro. So, like, when you in a relationship with somebody and it don't work out, I don't say, "Oh, that's a bad person," because that shit just didn't work out on how we connect. Yeah. Um, don't tell me that like I've, I've had where like my homeboy talked to a girl and like the girl is like friends with a friend of mine and my friend will be like, yo, your boy was on some bullshit. He, I hooked him up with, or he was kicking it with my girl and da da da. And it's like, yo fam, the way you know your homegirl, that don't have nothing to do with the way she dates. That don't have nothing. The way I know my homeboy don't have nothing to do with the way he dates women. So like when they get out there in these streets and they start dating and they start meeting women and they start whatever, that don't have nothing to do with how I kick it with my nigga. Yes, I know my dude is a good dude from what I know and what we do, but I don't date this nigga. And I don't know how he is. And how he is with one person ain't how he is with the other. Facts. Other people bring other things out of people. Hey, guess what? Most of my friends, not all, but most of them, I've been friends with more than 20 years. When they go through a loss, when they experience hurt, when they experience all the shit, we just financial hardship, any of that. I know how they going to be with me because I've been friends with them through that 10 times over. So like statements like this. Yeah. It's like, so do you or do you not consider yourself a real friend with somebody until they go through all these five things? Come on, man. Because Come what's on, man. so special about it's just interesting. But also think when when you're and that's that's kind of taking us into where the movie got, you know, kind of kind of turned into yeah. the the other half, right? The second half of the movie, where it's like, yo, man, 
sometimes a simple conversation, even if it might feel awkward, if it might feel uncomfortable, it's still simple in nature. And when I say simple, I mean, just have it right. Really tell a motherfucker how you feel. Really express yourself. Don't do it angrily. Don't do it. Just say, yo, this hurt. Yo, I saw this. This is how I reacted. This is how I felt. And then let them respond. And when you talk certain shit out, man, you can bypass a lot of bullshit. And in this movie. And sometimes you can come to the realization that oh, we fundamentally, we fundamentally think differently about how we handle this or yeah. express emotion or express this. And like, you know what? This may not actually end up working out. Not because Facts. what you said is invalid or what yeah. I said is invalid. They just don't mesh at the time. Yeah. Like, yo, the way you think about how this situation should be handled and the way I think about it, if we both set in our ways, that don't mean you wrong or I'm wrong. That means this don't click. And you can't, I think we get used to trying to fit uh, square pegs in round holes in relationships. Because if you really love me, you would change. And it's like, no, nah, dog. Like, yo. If you really wanted to be with me, you would stop doing that thing that you like to do and do what I like you to do. And it's like. The way that I like it to be done. That's that's never going to work, bro. Like, being in a relationship should, yeah, there's compromise. Yep. You 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 got to compromise. It can't always be about you. Sometimes it has to be about how the other person feels too. But don't confuse compromising with what might be controlling. Because I feel like a lot of time motherfuckers is really trying to control you and tell you how to be, how to act, how to react. And it's like, yo, that's not me. I can't be who you want me to be. I can only be who I am, dog. And who I am got you here. It, it's what got us liking each other. It's what got us kicking it. You can't change me down the road, dog. And I feel like um, in 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 this movie, so they, they went on that first date or hangout, and it was great. Then the second time they hung out, was like an unexpected hang, right? She was at the vagina party. Yeah, they was at the vagina party. She was there with her, um, because she's a photographer. She was there with her manager, whatever his title or role is in her life. She was there with him to meet some folks who were going to be at her upcoming show. And the homies is there talking about her. Yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, they bump into each other, and it's like, yo, is that is that her at the bar? Oh shit, chance meeting. We ain't know each other was gonna be here. We just hung out however many days ago. Yo, this here she mo- go again. It's the player shit. Fam. She drove there in the Bentley. Facts. And left on the handlebar. Left on the handlebar of a motherfucking bike, dog. Left on the goddamn Schwinn out here. Cause sometimes it don't matter what car you drive. Mm-mm. Or if you drive in a car at all. At all. First of all, in New York, it, it I don't think it ever matters if you're driving a car or not. If you have a car in New York, that's a whole nother story, nigga. <laughs> like, cause most folks don't, nigga. <laughs> so, um, but she came to the event in a Bentley or in a Maybach and left on the fucking back of the bike in a dress. And that's when you know you got her. Cause nigga, this is real. This ain't surface level. And I feel like a lot of people gotta get to that point in their relationships or in their dating experience where it stopped being surface, dog. And in this case. She let her guards down early. And so did he, right? Because, yeah. hey, I just told my ex who I hooked up with randomly, I got a lot going on. I just moved into this new crib. I got a bunch of new money. I got a new job that I need to be focused on. I don't want to be with nobody right now. I can't be in a relationship right now. 
I don't got time for that. And then guess what? God said, my nigga, is that you down there making plans? <laughs> Come on. Hey, guess what? You can't be in a relationship till you can. Come on. Till you in one. Boy. Nigga. Oh, you can't, huh? Watch this. Nigga, God say, watch, watch this. this. Watch, watch this. this. <laughs> like, And so they have another one of them date nights where they hang out. It's love. It's beautiful. They talk all night. And then they go back to the crib and they get it on. Yeah. Now it's time to get it on. And now... They dating for a minute. Now they officially in that zone, they right? Dating, yeah. They dating, dating. They going out. They on the couch watching TV. They at the restaurant. Well, they doing always friend. a good feeling, ain't it? <laughs> when you first start dating somebody? Man. Oh, no. The beginning is a motherfucker, boy. Ooh, Man. Dude. The beginning. When you finally... First of all, as a dude, let's talk about from our perspective. As a dude, when you finally hit that point where you know you could hit her up for just about anything and she willing to go, like... Hey, uh, got these random ass pissing sickers. You want to roll the game with me? Hey, you want to hit this movie? Uh, shit, Black Panther finna come up. Like, cause in the beginning, you hitting her up. You don't know if she gonna go with you or not. Yeah. You, or you know what? When you get comfortable enough to like, don't care if they say no. Man, I'm asking you anyway. Man, man. Hey, what you got on Friday? You want to uh, pull up to such 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 such? Oh shit, you got all right. Well, which? oh man, when y'all get to the point where they say no, but then hit you with that. But I come over after. Oh, because we there now. You can't come over to me after. Like, oh, I can't make that. I got plans with my homegirls or I, my family in town. But what you doing after? That's the point in the relationship where it's like, yo, this is that beginning fun. This is that part where everything just feels fucking right. Like is better than love in, in certain instances. Man, man. Like, like is funner than more fun than love. <laughs> <laughs> no, funner, nigga. That shit is funner. Yo. Like is awesome. You do anything, motherfucker. You like, yeah. But you know, it's funny. All like you've seen all. But you do things that you don't want to do for somebody that you love. Facts, facts. That's a bar. All the like, think of like all the fucking romantic movies and rom coms and all the shit, all the romantic dramedies and all that shit you've ever seen, nigga. Love is not enough. You can be deeply in love with a motherfucker. You have to like them. Boy, oh boy. You have to like them. That has to exist. Dog. And with these two. The other two, person has to feel that you like them. Oh, man. 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 Because I can know you love me. But, nigga, I don't even think you like me. Man. Come on, huh? Like, if you too critical. Mm. Do you even. Like, well, what you here for? Man. Man. You hate everything I do? You, you know, if you don't like nothing that I do or nothing yeah. the way I like, yeah, yeah. Well, what you, what you, all, all my ideas is trash. All my stories is is horrible. You don't want to hear nothing. You don't want to hear about my day ever. Like, damn, you low key hate my life. Why am I with you? Like, this don't feel good. <laughs> you gotta like the person that you with, even if you love them. You got to. Um, and as they're kind of coasting in this relationship. They on such a bubble and on such a high, he not thinking about his ex. Because why would I, right? I ain't, I told her to fuck off. Well, no, I didn't tell her nothing. Yeah. No, I told her we made a mistake being together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I told but her we're going to be friends. But I was direct about it, right? Yeah. Um. So then they go to sleep one night. They get in bed. They're at his crib. And both phones are on her, her side of the bed on the nightstand. And then late middle of the night, they knocked out his phone vibrating. 
She leans over because it's waking her up. What the fuck is this? She leans over, grabbed the phone. We don't know what phone it is. Thought of my phone. Come on, man. It's, everybody got an iPhone 14 in this bitch. Come on. She grabbed the phone. Now, why was it unlocked? So she can see the pictures, text messages. And yeah, she went on scrolling, didn't she? Um, well, like it was like on the yeah, home screen. Yeah. Like, lock your phone, my G. But she grabbed the phone and Carmen sent a text in his sweater. You left this over here yesterday. Something always just fit. Yikes. You talking about the dick? And like, so listen, she, uh, she didn't do this on purpose. She did not mean to walk, look at that text message or whatever. No, it just, How, it rang. However, when you're looking through somebody's phone, just understand you do not have the proper context for this situation. Mm -mm. You do not. And you know what's funny in this particular scene? We didn't have the context. Nope. Because we didn't have no clue. Like, I remember <laughs> we watching this shit. Shorty literally was like, wait, did we miss something? Did he go over there yesterday? I was like, I don't know. I have no idea where he was at yesterday. But if <laughs> it was 10 episodes, he could have. We we would have saw it live, right? So if, if it was 10 episodes, it's probably going to be 30 minutes. Because I couldn't say you're doing no, 10 you hours. No, you couldn't do an hour. This. Right. So I mean, I you could, but I, I wouldn't see it. So I can see them. So this was like an hour and a half. Yeah. So I yep. can see them condensing eight to ten episodes into like four or five. Yeah. I mean, or six. Yeah. Three, whatever. Yeah. However, however, Becca. But like, because that would have been one that we would have seen and be like, yeah. oh, shit. And we would have known. Oh, shit. Yeah. She going to see. But I like how it played in the movie because from what we saw, she sees the text. She immediately gets pissed. She goes to sleep. I did like that she didn't leave immediately. Like, she just went to bed. And then the next morning she was gone. But she ain't like make a fuss in the middle of the night. Like well, we ain't got a fuss, but you could say something. We could have got to the You don't have to leave without again back to a, a simple combo. Yeah, but when you hurt, you hurt. When you hurt, you hurt. And I'm you never gonna tell you, you not to and when you see that, you you think you know what it means. And it's not even like I'm I wonder what this means. No. Maybe it's Sexy posing in your sweater and says some things always just fit. No, come get your sweater. You left it over here. Yeah, yeah. Some things always just fit. Like, sheesh. But, like, the fucked up part with with the context of this is, yo, I really was over there doing some friendly shit. I was helping her get a rat. Yeah. And then I ain't even do that. Like, I, my sweater was over there because it was a thousand degrees in her crib, nigga. I don't, she was trying to sweat the rat out. I have no clue. I went in that bitch. I took my fucking good sweater off, but it was the closure sweater. And that's what really was like. I was like, oh, it's funny that she still got this because he ain't got that closure yet, nigga. He thought he did until he didn't. You ever had a girl... Yes. That you couldn't get rid of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you kept it as real as you could keep. Because I thought he was very fucking honest with his ex. Yo, I don't want to do this. This was a mistake. I shouldn't have had sex with you last night. I'm not going to your cousin's christening. I'm not doing none of this shit. And here she goes. She's still trying. Come on, man. Like very blunt. Come on. You sending me the uh, sexy picture in the hoodie with the titties. Cuffed up and all that shit. But I hold this young lady so bad last week, and she <laughs> not last week no, in real life. Because like, I this a like you don't even stay in this state no more. You feel me? Like, for you, like it's been two years, man. Um, and she just thought it was so funny. It now ends up in a in a green circle, close friends. Like, oh, oh you think shit. this shit cute? No, I'm dead ass serious. I'm I'm that wasn't a joke. I was for real. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like literally, leave me alone. All you do was play with niggas on the phone all day. Like I don't have time, bro. I I don't answer text messages. Like I'm not here for like that. why'd you leave me on read? Because like I didn't want to talk to you. Yeah. That's not funny. No. Like I'm not joking. I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. Um the fucked up part is when he woke up and she was already gone. And then he sees the she left the phone on the pillow with the text message open. So, okay, I clearly know what you saw, but now you're not responding to me. And that's the fucked up part when you can't get them to respond because now you can't get them to hear. I'm hurt. Fuck yeah. Bitch. I ain't saying shit to this motherfucker right now. Man, that's fucked there, up. Sit over there and stew. That's fucked up. And the fucked up part, again, man, this shit just like power, man. Communication could have saved fucking... Five seasons of heartache, yo. If niggas communication just is the difference between separation and unification. Come on, man. I'm losing patience. Come on, man. Because if she would have listened to what he had to say, and I didn't like his exp- explanation either. Like my nigga, I know that shit look wild, but nigga, I went over there to get some rats. He just said yeah, nothing happened. Was, yeah, nothing happened being, with what? Yeah, he he was being a little too slow to the draw on saying what needed to be said, fam. My ex, who I'm friends with and ain't been with since well before I met you. And by well before, I mean probably like a week or so. Um, But my ex, who I'm friends with, called me over there to get a rat out her crib. And I left my sweater over there. I left my hoodie. Now, granted, I'm confused why she's sending me these sexy pictures and shit yeah. too. But it, I know what it looked like and that shit looks wild. It's not like that. And I also like that he fucking nipped that in the bud when he went to go get his hoodie. And it be have it's hard to have them kind. Of, well, even if you if, even if you deserving of that conversation and shit, but yeah. he was like, "Wait a minute." So you just basically didn't have time for me, but now now you got time for somebody else or some shit. Yeah, like, it don't yeah. be like that. Here's the thing, man. When when motherfuckers tell you, "Yo, I don't want to be in a relationship," I hate when people be like. Oh, they, it ain't that they don't want to be in a relationship. They don't want to be in a relationship with you. No. At the time, I just don't want to be in a relationship. But then when I meet somebody who I want to be in a relationship with, guess what? I want to be in a relationship. I met somebody that I, did, I didn't know existed before. Come on. like Or not. Because I, I feel like the emphasis that people, like his ex in this, this instance, that she puts on you i don't want to be in a relationship with you it's not it's not that you ain't want that you ain't want me like you're making it about you well, saying you, about you <laughs> you're also trying to say something um that is quote-unquote mean yeah. and daring me to say it back you're making you prob- it malicious because you probably know that i wouldn't uh say it back yeah you're making something malicious that don't have to be that dog. but but i actually will say it back <laughs> I mean, come on. Because it like if you be in the in corporate environment, always like so. What you're saying is, I can't do this without doing this. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, man. man. I, I'm what I'm saying exactly is you can't do this because it doesn't make the company any money. One hundred percent. That's exactly what I'm saying. So he told his ex, "Yo, I'm uh, I'm not really fucking with you. Like, sorry, I hey, it wasn't you. It was me." I know what I told you when we fucked around then, but guess what? I met a girl and and I kind of started getting my life together and shit just feels good. And I'm not finna apologize for that, but I didn't want to be with you and I wasn't going to lie or drag you through no lie because I didn't want to be with you. dog. That's just what it was. So he kept it a buck with her. The problem was he still couldn't get metal to listen to him, man. 
So now he going through it. He talking to his sister. What did his sister tell him? She told him a bar. She was like, he was like, yeah, he basically was trying to play the cool right. Ain't nothing like, nigga, you called me about her. Yeah. Like, nigga, we don't even talk. She said, nigga, you, I barely get you to call me on my birthday. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, you're taking this shit seriously and I need you to stop pretending you not. Um, then she said something about, uh, something about love. She said, Something like love is real easy to do by mistake, but it's hard to do on purpose. I'm misquoting her, but it was it was something like that. No, no, that's a fact. Like, bro, when you got to commit to this 24 hours a day, going back to that shit, we was just talking about with marriage vows and all. Hey, you said no matter what, before God, you was going to commit to this person for the rest of your life. That sound real good when you standing up there and ain't no problems because y'all happy as hell today and y'all got a bunch of gifts and some people here. Hit a little different when you start going through some of that whatever. Because you saying, yo, I'll, I'll be with this person through whatever. Okay. Then whatever happened, it's like, I'm not going through that. Nah. Whatever get real different, don't it? Um, That's why. I, I, ain't, I ain't going there. But uh, his sister kept it real with him. And then her girl kept it real with her. Yo, if you think he your person and this is what you want, then you got to be open to that. You can't be closed off. You can't ignore this nigga. You can't block this nigga. You can't do all this shit, but then think he about to pop up at your art event. Why would he? First thing she said, yo, I thought he would be here. Did you invite him here, nigga? Like, you haven't given this nigga any fucking reason to think he was supposed to be here or that he was welcome here. You got to put that energy out there if that's what you really want. Fuck being mad. Why niggas want to just stay in their anger or stay in their hurt? Mm. Niggas want to sit and they hurt instead of letting it go and responding to how they really feel. Dog. Mm. And and that's what she was doing in this moment. Yo, I want him to be here, but I have at no point hit him up and said, I have not invited him. Come on. I thought I, he would just show up. I just thought he'd be here. After I cold shoulder him. Come on. That said, nigga, our, our last message is him saying, Can I see you later? And me not responding. Come on. But I expected him but to you be started here. started responding. Come on. The, you hit him with the three dots. The ellipsis was there. Woo! Yo. It didn't went away. Oh, when it go away, it's worse. It's worse. I'd rather you type some bullshit and say something fucked up. I'd rather you not up. say anything. Or that. But don't hit me with the three and they go. And they that, disappear. That, mean, that could mean you cared. Come on. Or you was going to say some evil shit and decided and not to say it back. And now shit. I got to sit with the thought of the what if. What was you about to type? What was you finna, What was you about to tell me? Was you finna say some shit that made me feel like, okay, it's going to be all right? Did you send me something and forgot to hit send and oh, it's really man. there? Oh, man. Because then what if you didn't send it because you forgot to hit send and now you think you sent it, but now I'm not responding because you ain't send nothing. Oh, for sure. Oh, man. That shit happened all the time. Like, man, I came here to cuss you out for not responding to my message. The whole time I, I never sent it. it. The whole time bad. I never. <laughs> but when you don't send it and I don't know you ain't send it, now I'm sitting here wondering... Yo, did they just stop talking to me? Like, what the fuck? Yo, man, relationships are wild when you think about them. You think, you know, what What? What the What the thing is, what's wild is, you don't know what's going on in somebody's mind. Mm. And sometimes people don't have the, don't know the words to put together in the right order yeah. to explain what's in their mind. So it's just two people playing Battleship, basically. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you can see some motherfucking battleship. But like you never know what another person thinks. It's like you just don't know. Yeah. How you think about this situation, how you think y'all think 
one person think things going great. One thing's people, one person think like, I can't do this shit another day. You know what's funny about that too, man? Funny and by funny, I mean fucked up is that in itself is a mind game that you know, being in a relationship, you're going to, at a lot of times, try to be figuring out what the other person is thinking, what's on their mind, how they receive some shit. Yo, when you when you say something that you meant one way, but then you could tell by their reaction, they took it another way, and now you don't know, now they silent, and now you wonder what they think. Like, dog, that shit is fucking, but- And it's not even as simple as what asking what they're thinking, because nah. if what they thinking- they think will hurt your feelings, mm-hmm. they're not going to say it. Or if they thinking whatever they thinking, but they're not 100% sure that that's really how they feel right now. Yeah. Like it's kind of that initial reaction thought or feeling. Or if I told you what I feel like, I don't want to I don't want to deal with your reaction to what I said mm. just now. Or I don't know yeah. what your reaction is going to be. It's so many different variables Bro. when you playing Battleship. B12? <sighs> Man. C tw- C18? Man. Damn, you suck my Battleship. And the fucked up part is, if you in that relationship, you got to do it. Like, you got to play this game. You got to do the battleship. And the fucked up part is, yo, what if you playing battleship with a motherfucker? And the whole time, they not playing. Because so, sometimes the shit is exactly what it appears to be. How about this? Not even just in relationships. Yeah. With everybody you talk to, this is going on. Yeah. With your boss. Yep. With coworkers. It's life. With clients. Facts. With your friends. Like, dog, it's funny. Um, I had a convo with my boss at work because she was not my boss at work. She was my boss's boss, and then she fired my boss a little while ago, about a month ago now. And she started scheduling meetings with, like, our whole team trying to like get to know people because she like I don't really know y'all because yeah. I wasn't y'all direct manager um but the meetings were scaring people because people were thinking yo are we getting fired too are we getting laid off yo, like Elon is coming through yo coming <laughs> we firing everybody at Twitter nigga so I had to have like a, a kind of like read the room convo with her um just like yo it's it might be a, a smoother way to maybe do this um and be sensitive to the fact that because she didn't just let go of my boss she let go of a few different people um that were leads and uh i had to read the room convo with her but that's like what relationships and i don't just mean intimate relationships in that case that's literally what relationships are is the ability to read the room can you fucking read the room? Can you tell what's on this person's mind? Can you tell what mood they're in? Can you tell what they're ready to receive? And what might not go over so well if you do this or say that? Um, but in an intimate relationship, that shit can make or break the entire thing, dog. The stakes is so much higher Man. because you really care about this person. Man, all that good, like that montage of them dating and having awkward uh, cartoon sex and all that shit that we seen, <laughs> it was wild as fuck. I'm like, she riding this nigga on the couch? Okay. Um, but them niggas doing all that. And then it's like, bam, in this one moment, this one text message from that one ex, it feels like, yo, everything we just saw in that montage don't mean shit now because of this one text that you're not even gonna give me a chance to explain that's a relationship dog like one little thing or something let me not even say little one thing that might be meaningless to you 
can be the whole fucking shebang to the other person, though. Yeah. And that's just what it is. So she has her fucking art show. Um, it's, it's going okay. It's going well. People are liking her shit. They liking her, but she not feeling it. She not feeling the love, dog. And everybody's speeches is weird. Yeah. And yeah. so she got up there speaking from the heart and everything, and he's sliding in the back. Yep. Pause. Then she saw him. And when she saw him, her speech got better, but she also wrapped it up because I want to go down there and talk to this nigga. And she goes down there. He know where to be found. He dip off. He dips off. She walking around the whole museum looking for him, looking for him. Then she go out front. And this nigga, done, this is where I was like, oh, even in a cartoon, they didn't got fantastical because this nigga then climbed to the top of the fucking building to the billboard with McDonald's. And the billboard says something like best burger in New York or New York's favorite burger. And he uh, airbrushed New York's second, second favorite, favorite burger because her spot, the secret spot, was the fucking favorite burger of New York. So she looked up, saw what he airbrushed, and then took that to mean he must be at my secret spot. You know what I like about this joint? What's that? Is that no one did the other person dirty. No yeah. one got played yeah. in this movie. No, they didn't. No one cheated. Nope. Everybody was honest with each other. Yep. And it was like it was done in a tasteful way because I'm assuming I mean it's still is geared towards kids, right? Facts. Um, but I didn't necessarily feel that way because it was an adult. It was some fucking. It was adult. It was some cartoon in fucking show. In his, yeah. In his joint with the Russian and all the other shit, and he was hitting her in the in the shower. I mean, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You but, know uh, what else I I appreciated about this shit? Um, but then it got me thinking. So, you know, they meet up at the burger spot. They had a moment and they share that kiss and it's all like lovey-dovey and the movie ends and it's beautiful. And I appreciated that ending. But then I did think, um, and, and Shorty mentioned this to me too. She was like, yo, it's kind of funny how in like rom-coms and shit, like we see the beginning, middle and end, right? We see the meat, we see the fucking, the, the, the peak when shit is good, then we see the fucking lows when shit is bad. Then we see the meat at the end and all is well, but we never see like the rest of the relationship. Like, yo, what other valleys and, and shit do they go through? What other highs and low moments do they have as this relationship continues forward? Best man. Holiday. I mean, the best man series is that's what you're about we to finna get. get all of it. Literally. That's what you're about to get. Cause, cause we saw all the shit in one. We saw what it caused in two. Now we about to see what all it is did to everybody. Is it happily ever after? Yeah. Is it happily ever after? Or is it just after? We finna see, man. But um, yo, Intergalactic was it really felt good. Um, this was a movie that even though I enjoyed it as an animated film, it was so good that I could 100% see this exact same movie live, like with the live actors. You could have given me that with everybody playing themselves. Or playing the live version of themselves. And I think it would be that good. Like this was a very adult animated joint. Um, it was well written. It was well performed. The music was phenomenal. It, it just really gave like the tone that I was looking for. Um, yo man. Kid Cudi. You got a fucking hit dog. Like you do. Definitely. Um, one more show recommendation I want to throw out there while we hear. Um, and cause it's kind of going through the ups and downs of relationships. Um, I mentioned this shit a few pods ago, but I hadn't watched it yet. Cause it was just premiering cherish the day on own. Um, it's in season two. It is an anthology. So that means season two has zero to do with season one. You don't need to watch season one to understand season two. 
I caught up over the weekend. It's four episodes. It comes on on Tuesdays on own. I caught up over the weekend with Cherish today. Nigga, phenomenal, dog. Uh, Joy Bryant, um, Glenn Thurman is it? Or I'm sorry, not Glenn Thurman. Richard Roundtree, Shaft. He's playing her dad. Um, and just a bunch of other familiar faces, a bunch of just really beautiful black actors and actresses. Um, and just a really great story through four episodes, man. I'm really enjoying what they're doing. It's the Ava DuVernay project. So you know what Ava's on. Um, it's on OWN. You know Oprah ain't going to let black people look too crazy on her network. It's just a good show, man. It's good acting. It's good relationship themes, good things to talk about. It's that this week in culture bag that we like to get into when it comes to relationships. And it's just a lot to talk about, man. So if you have not watched Cherish Today Season 2 or Season 1, man, go to OWN, download the OWN app, do whatever you got to do. But check that out because the shit is fire. Um, if you haven't watched intergalactic don't know how you made it to this end of the pod but god bless you man go check out intergalactic because that shit is fire because even and, if you heard us talk about it you got to see it visually because yeah. we didn't even get into the the wild fantastical intergalactic stars man, and moons and man. scenes of mute like it's a lot yeah it's intergalactic is like one of them joints that really touches on all the sensories man like this was like sensory overload in a good way man everything got it's it's due um I, I really think that Kid Cudi could take this somewhere. I don't know if that's the intention, but him and Kenya Bears have like a really special thing that they did with this. And if they want to keep it going, I can. I want to see what happened next. I want to see what happened next. I want to see what the does relationship. The comic book go? How does the how does work go? Because it was funny. I was wondering if work was going to be the thing that messed him up. I didn't think the ex was coming back till she came back. Um, but initially, you know, he was having all that creative block and shit. I'm like, hey, is that going to be what fucks him up? Can't be with you because I got to get fucked. I got to get focused at work. Didn't know, man. I would love to see the rest of this story. But if this is all we get or if this is just part one, man, they did a phenomenal fucking job telling this story, man. Um, let us know what y'all thought, man. Hit us up. Let us know what you think about Intergalactic. Let us know what y'all think about the pod. Hit us at This Week in Culture pod at gmail.com um follow us at this week in culture across all the socials man until next episode i'm ant that's j episode 271 we out